Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey! Good morning, everybody. That felt pretty good. That was amazing, guys. That felt pretty good, considering we are down a guy. Yep. Mr. Scott Rizzuto is uh, not waking up in Costa Rica, by the way. Next week, we're going to hear about it. Because I have already tried to contact Scott Rizzuto <laughs> Monday morning, Uh-oh. sub oh, 6 a.m. Oh, great. I can't get into his computer over here. Well, he and... should be up watching the sunrise in Costa Rica. <laughs> That's I on agree. him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's supposed to be on the beach uh, answering my phone calls, but uh, he's in bed. He got three missed calls from good old Mr. Moon. And uh, I got a feeling I'm going to get an earful. You're going to get it, man. Earful. It's not going to be good for me. Worth it. I'm trying to not text him at all. Like, even when in our group chat that we have over the weekend, like, lots of stuff for the Home Run Derby, I was like, I hope he's got us muted. Because he didn't respond to anything. Oh, he has to. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, because he normally responds. Even if he's down there, you send him a text three seconds later. You're like, are you supposed to be on the beach not doing anything? Yeah, he is. Uh, he's probably not going to be thrilled with us. <laughs> we were we were dumping photos, dumping videos. Right. But we we were lighting the, t- the the text chat up, man. Social media strategy. Yeah, yeah, it was all. Big. It was. Uh, it's been a heck of a morning already. But uh, good morning, everybody. Scott to my left. King Scott. Howdy. Good morning. Uh, learn right across from me. And hello, Rafe. How are you doing? Burn it. Um, it was an eventful weekend, especially for you two, because it was your first. Yes. Home run derby. O'Fallon wow. Hoots, Riz Show versus the Fast Lame. And, uh, Did you say Fast Lame? Oh, yeah, isn't that the show lame? called? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. It yeah. was not lacking in drama or controversy. I can tell oh you that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Let's go, can we go through it? Can we start at the very of controversy. top? Yeah, so I'm, I'm interested in your guys' perspective. This is our fourth or fifth year yeah. uh, doing it. Originally, the, the first time we did it, it was, with, it was with the Rascals. <laughs> and it was a, uh, a full-on game. It wasn't a home run derby. It was a game. Okay. And um, a lot of balls flying, you know, a lot of amateur uh, glovists, mm-hmm. as, as we like to call ourselves. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of dangerous. And, and they thought, hey, you know what? We should do a home run derby, especially with some of these 
these these pros, you know. And at this one we had uh, Andrew Jones, uh, freaking legend, legend. Yeah. Mike yeah. Matheny, uh, yeah. legend yeah, for <laughs> gorgeous ages. <laughs> yeah, he's a terrible looking guy. Uh, man, we have uh, <laughs> Bo Hart, which by the way he's like about my height, maybe the, the smallest guy out there as which, far as pros. And he was ripping. He was yeah. shredding. Did you see the guy though? Whenever he first comes over, the announcer's like. Wow, it's it's wild to see a pro athlete the same height as me, and like instantly like went for his height, and I'm like, yeah, come on, I'm come sure on. he's heard enough of that. Yeah. The dude can crush maybe, it, maybe so. But I mean, you, you think you you look at Mike Matheny, yeah, like, he was Dang. like eight foot tall, yeah, he's so shredded. tall, they're, they're all so yeah. tall, and then Bo Harkett's out there mm. and just ripping dingers, ripping dude. dingers like he was playing yesterday, right. Yeah. Uh, and then we had uh, Scott Spezio. He made his return. We played with him uh, a few years back when Vince Coleman was with us and uh, coaching our team. Cool guy. Scott's real nice guy, cool. man. So he nice. was real, real sweet and, like, funny and just a cool guy, man. Yeah, super friendly. You guys get to talk to any of the pros? Oh, yeah. The uh, minute I saw Mike Matheny, just zeroed in on him, walked straight up to him. Yep. Explained my love. Locker room photo and yep. everything. Rafe me called talk. me out. I, oh, yeah, dude. I, I, you tried so... Uh, well, so I was trying to make him weak. feel at ease. We were in the locker room, okay? He's super hot. He knows it. I'm an idiot. I'm it was up super to hot. And it was so super hot in that gross It was 101 sweaty, muggy degrees <laughs> in there the just Russian sticking sauna. to your leg to heat. So I walk up to him, and I'm like, hey, Mike Matheny, I used to work with John Hewlett, PA announcer for your St. Louis Cardinals. He's like, oh, how's John? I'm like, oh, he's so great. He wanted me to send a photo to him of you and I. I go, do you mind if I take a photo with you? He's like, absolutely not. Like, the sweetest guy. We take a selfie. All of a sudden, Rafe goes, what did you, you came up and totally called me out. <laughs> yeah, I had to do it. I heard everything. I was in earshot, and I'm like, this mf'er <laughs> trying to pin this on Hewlett. And I go... Hey, man, did she tell you that John Hewlett wanted a picture of you two? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I go, that's a lie. <laughs> you told Mike Matheny yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a lie. She's just real horny for you, man, I'm and wanted a picture horny. with you. And I feel like uh, I don't want to start I don't want to start our relationship off with a lie, Mr. Matheny, because you might draft me today. <laughs> so I just want you to know, you put me in the dugout, I'm the guy that tells you the truth. Right. I'm your coach beard, oh. okay? I'm the one that tells you the truth. From that point on, so then Luke Matheny, his son, who is also equally gorgeous, comes up. To, uh, so I got to meet Rafe's Tina as well. I, He's over I, the age of 18, in case you guys were Yeah, watching. he is. He's over <laughs> And so he walks up. My mom comes, like, dilly-dallying up back behind the scenes, and I go, Ma, it's Mike Matheny. It's and Mike she, Matheny. She's like, oh, my God. And so she's taking a selfie with, I mean, this guy took probably 50,000 selfies oh, with yeah. women alone. At that in car shield. Uh, well, no, not even at the... Like, all the women, like, in the entire stadium. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, 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 when he came out and got to the infield and people could see who it was, you could hear this collective... <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Orgasms across the board. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Tina showed him her jugs, like, right out of the yes. gate. First thing. And I was like, I so did, so did we talked mom. about this in the car. Yeah. Mama Moon. Mama Moon did. So did my mom in the, uh, in the dugout. Uh, Women uh, were free jugging at Car Shield Field. They were it was free awesome. jugging for Matheny. I will admit, that he's, be a, bumper he's sticker. a He's a beautiful man. But that he's is, a catch. That's amazing that Rafe, Rafe went over and said, <laughs> did, did she just give you the Hewlett story? Get the f*** out of here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you. She's full of it. So, yeah, they were they were super cool. So yeah, we were hanging in the back of the sauna. Which, by the way, that room is typically air-conditioned. Elf. And there's usually food back there. There was a lot going on. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of psych out stuff happening from the moment we arrived. Some mm -hmm. stuff that just was off. Go on. Well, I walk into the clubhouse. First thing, they get me the wrong shirt. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. I go. We everybody's putting their jerseys real, on, real, looking cool in front real. of all the pro ball players. And what do they do to <laughs> cat and pork steak? They give me a medium jersey. Oh no! When I added a double XL, <laughs> that's close. Have you talked about this on socials or anything like no. that? No. Because oh, okay, because we had a lot of people reaching out saying, "Oh wow, Rafe is too cool for the uniform." Like, and that really... wasn't it at all. <laughs> I mean, I was always going to hit in jeans and work boots. That was on that was never right. coming off the table. Right, right, right. But like uh it wasn't a, a slap and and I even said I go hey go find me a my you know my sense of humor only goes so far. I'm not I'm trying to hit dingers here. I can't squeeze into a spandex medium. <laughs> you guys got to go find me something. Right. And then uh, the hat was like Oh, the hats were uh, They just didn't fit, man. It was just, I got a big old head. Scott tried his on. They both, We both looked like, yeah. they look like yarmulkes. Yeah, Mine would fit like for three seconds. I talk, it instantly pops up. Yeah. So we do We do have enormous heads. Yeah. Uh, we got, it's a big head crew, dude. It's a large average head size. Mine's the only one that fit in the hat. In yeah, yeah, you so, looked cute. You hey. took it. They have those one size fits most, uh, you know, like yeah. spandex. Yeah, well, I am not most. Looking fits things. most right. little kids. But then they give it to you, and it was a a medium slash large. Yeah. And that we just love. They're also shallow. This way, the crown is shallow. If I get a shallow crown, no way, it's dude. No. I hit the bottom. I hit the sides and the bottom. You so know you, what I'm saying? You stayed in full Rafe uniform, which is the jeans, the work boots, and the black t-shirt. Yep, and it was a and so that coupled with 101 muggy air in the clubhouse where we had to hang out for an hour, dude. I'm drenched. My jeans weigh 10 pounds. I'm already at a disadvantage. <laughs> full swamp ass. Full yep. swamp. Full swamp. And full disclosure. I'm in my 40s, man. Whoa, I didn't. <laughs> I know. Shocker to all you guys. I have such a youthful exuberance. Uh, I was pretty sore from, I'm not making excuses, okay? Because we did pretty well. <laughs> okay. But I was pretty sore from the uh, the batting cages. Yeah. I'm a little embarrassed to admit really? that. Oh, bro, I was hurting. Me as kinda. well. I had Tina had like the, the gun on me in the morning, stretching yeah. me out, putting yeah, yeah. the gun, putting Icy Hot. And uh, that extreme, I got, we got in that sauna, and I started sweating, and I'm like, okay, this can't be good. Mm -mm. This is a swamp pass alert. Yes. yes. swamp yes. Yes. before yes. we yes. even yes. hit yes. the yes. field. So that's your excuse. I... It's not my excuse well... that I'm just giving you a list of grievances <laughs> of things that were interesting down. to me. The, we're list, not, yeah. the list has begun. The my list is the uniform, the cap, everything fit. Um, I also had pants on because I don't like wearing shorts. And uh, also, I develop. You can probably hear a little bit in my voice. I have a I have a cold right now, and so I I was like completely doped up on cough medicine the entire home run derby. In fact, by the time we started hitting, yeah, like it was three minutes of solid hitting, and I just wanted I was just slamming through it. I wanted to get my three minutes done as fast as I possibly could. You guys were screaming at me, take a break because, like, I was just powering through it, and I think it's because I was just so. Lucid on this medicine that I was on, that you I were, just, you were robo tripping. I was <laughs> okay, <laughs> for real. Okay, so you're tripping. She you, was. I, she asked what all these. She's like, what are all these little monkeys running around? I go, those are kids in the outfield. They're <laughs> shagging flies. She goes, no, no, those are clearly primates. And I'm like, oh, you took too much robotussing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're robo tripping. She's yeah. tossed out. Dude. You're you're swamp assing. Something is wrong in the air conditioner in in, in the back of this right. thing. So, That's just how it all started. Yeah. So we haven't even got out of the thing, and yeah. everybody's already sweating. We're trying to kind of meet the the, the pros, hang out. Scott's wearing a yarmulke. Uh, we're we're <laughs> mm -hmm. we, we got our uniforms on. And we're getting ready to go out and 
you know, we got a little bit of time to kill, so we start playing a little catch. Right. How, how'd you guys yeah. feel playing Get catch? Loose. It's fun that being out on that field. Yeah, great beautiful field. Yeah, beautiful field out of Car Shield. Field. Yeah. And I'm glad it's AC out there, which was oh, nice. Because I know the sun. locker room wasn't, the field was, so that was good. Yeah, so we, we got out there in the 6 o'clock hour. Sun was still blazing. It was 90 plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, But it felt good. I mean, it was... It no, was, it wasn't actually... It was probably the coolest one we've ever had Yeah, it was out o- there. It was okay. It was nice, really? it was nice yes. and breezy. It wasn't cool when we... Went up. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that was, was actually one of the nicest I was feeling ones. Hot. Oh yeah, you guys got to bat while the sun was going down. Yeah, which was, it's already I think, down. Was played into how well you guys did too, because like, I mean, I I was up. Do we want to go into like batting order and stuff? Yeah. So the okay. way the way they run the show is, um, it's it's the pros versus uh, the the college kids. There's like you know college kids and the semi pros. And, uh, and and the pros are doing their home run derby. They're hitting baseballs from home plate. And then Whoops. us, the super pros. And then, yeah. and then the super pros, yes, the uh, times two pros. The real jocks. Uh, we do the softball thing kind of in between in the round sort of, um, you know, it goes from college kids to let's let's throw the, the radio guys out there and then let's have Mike Matheny hit and then the radio guys and kind of back and <laughs> forth. So right around 7 o'clock we get started. And uh, were we up first or did they, did they start with the baseball? They start with the baseball. Okay, so they start with the baseball and then we find out right then what the, the, uh, the matchups are. Right. So it's Learn versus Brooke. Mm-hmm. Brooke Grimsley, yep. So Brooke, yeah, from the opening drive, was there. By the way, Randy Carricker, shout out to Randy, and a big thank you to Randy. He came out uh, not to hit, but to MC. Uh-huh. Yeah, our whole. I all, thought he's going to shred portion. us all. He was so nice the he's entire so time. It, yeah. He can't be mean. Can Randy's he? the nicest man in town. Yeah, he, he is, cannot he, be mean. He is the kindest person in St. Louis, and he's an incredible man. And uh, was very, very nice when he and my mother again, biggest Cardinals fan ever, biggest sports mm-hmm. fan ever, mm-hmm. and uh, she freaked out when she was meeting Randy. And then Randy <laughs> went on and talked about her son and how nice. Ooh. I I'm going to send you that picture. I took a picture of her talking to him. But she was lit up. It was great. But what I didn't realize until Rafe kind of made obvious to me is that the announcer, Mm. while we're trying to, you know, really focus, swing the bat hard, not watch the balls go over over because we're trying to take the next pitch, the MC is a homer. Yeah. For the fast lane. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't yep. even think that through. Oh, I, didn't I love Randy. Even think that through. But he is by proxy corrupted in this situation. He is a corrupt man. <laughs> I guess so. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brooke Grimsley is his, and Matt and Rocchio are his co hosts, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he's root. I mean, he is rooting for he's, them to win. He's rooting for Brooke. So, first, the uh, first round was, uh, was learn. Versus Brooke, and the way that it goes is uh, three minutes. And learn, we we were the away team apparently. No, I, I. They said, "Hey, who wants to go first? And I said, "I will go first. Oh, that's how it I happened. stepped up. I was uh, like, Let's "Then we go. all went first. And you know, another gripe since we're griping here, since we have a list. <laughs> why is it we always get the gray or the yellow or the whatever stupid color? Yeah, and they get uh, the coolest like, one on the planet. Yeah, they get to look like the freaking uh, the. Sharks in any given Sunday, yeah. and black yeah. on black. They look so cool. I uh, look good in the yellow. I thought you look great. It looked good. In my we skin tone. we did not look as as great as <laughs> as you did, and as Rafe doing the Rafe uniform. So you know, Rafe. Yeah, I, I wore black <laughs> anyway. You wore this outfit that you have cool. on right now. If yeah. you I haven't even showered, dude. Camp. I'm still. Rafe basking. looks like he's tiling like floors it. in between. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had knee pads on. <laughs> so he's the DH out here. Rafe built a patio out here in the bullpen. He wasn't supposed. Building decks. So it's Lauren versus Brooke, and Randy Carricker here is MCN, and, and you volunteer to go first. And it is hot, baby. Hot. It is 94 degrees out there, and, yep. the, and the breeze just decides to stop right when you get started. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then shout out to Jeremy Brooks. Uh, Jeremy Brooks, our, our, our good friend, came out and he was pitching again. He was so, so sweet. He was fantastic. And he was on it. He was on it. I got to say, no gripes with him. He was he was incredible. He yeah. walked, So he, you know, I'm, I've never done this before. I'm the first one going up. By the way, Brooks, Brooke Grimsley and I, first two females to compete in the Home Run Derby. That's right. In Ever. its history with Ever. media. So that's cool. Wow. Um, and so step up and, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm doing because I haven't hit a ball in 10 years. And even though we did go to the batting cages, I felt good. But I kind of knew, like, you know, had a lot of people rooting against me, like, oh, no way, she's going to hit a home run, blah, blah, blah. And so, um, and, and my stepdad even, he was in attendance out there in, uh, you know, right field, and he was like, I don't think you got any to hit any of these balls. Oh, no. And I'm like, Ooh, that's a well, good I am going to hit some balls, Jerry. So, anyway, I get out <laughs> there, and uh, Brooks is like, he goes, lower your hands on the bat. Because I, I, I was like right up on the bat, you know. Right. And so he's like, lower your hands. He's like, get under it. And so he, he kind of was like, put your foot on the line. Like he was kind of coaching me to get That's my awesome. crap together, which was really sweet of him. I did it. I hit a lot of them. Uh, I just did not have the force to hit over the fence. And I actually was talking to Bo Hart about that after the game. Because he, he and Mathie, everybody was like, all the pros were saying, hey, we're watching you hit out there. You did pretty well. And I asked Bo Hart, I said, hey, what should I be doing to actually hit a home run next time? And he goes, he goes, you're not swinging from your hips. He's like, you're taking it all in your abs. He goes, I noticed that. And he said, instead of using so much power in your arms, he goes, it all comes from your lower torso. And he said, um, you got to get your grip. Your grip is not loose enough. He, and I was like, this is totally psychologically me. Yeah. I got a tight grip on everything. <laughs> and so that's what I did wrong. Did not hit three home runs. Let the team down a little bit. No, um, no. But, you know, neither did Brooke, I'm just going to say. So she yeah, and I were wash. even yeah. zero to it was, zero. It was, it was a wash. wash. You had some great cuts. You did. I mean, you hit, Thanks. I mean, you hit every ball uh, that was thrown at you, I believe. And uh, the the kids in the outfield were having a good time. Oh, they're having a they were running all over the place trying to catch some things. Yeah. So uh, you had a great showing. That was, yes. that was impressive. You. you guys were good. awesome mm-hmm. behind me, too. I had the best support staff ever just with chirping. you guys. chirping. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, we were, we were trying to chirp. But um, it is one of those things that, you know, and especially, like, uh, I think the crowd beforehand – uh, you know, it's usually like, oh, you guys are hitting from out there. Right. <sighs> yeah. That's not fair. Oh. That's not fair. And they're seeing so far you know, away. Yeah, they're seeing the pros hit baseballs four hundred feet. Right. That's and, easy. And then uh it's still far. And it was further than <laughs> I thought it was gonna way be. Way more difficult than it looks. It looks. Yeah, and I think we were is. closer like we were further from the wall this year than last year. Like we were definitely closer last year. Yeah, I think we were a little scooted up. So we probably added another fifteen feet, 10, 10 15 feet. Okay. So that first round goes by. Score zero, zero to zero. Right. And Brooke looked good too. Like she had she yeah. had some great swings yeah. as well. And she's not a a, a softball player, a baseball player. Mm-hmm. She's a tennis player. Yeah, she's yeah. a tennis pro. Which um you know super athletic, but again totally different discipline. Right. Much harder than it looks. Okay. For sure. Zero to zero. Then I think the pros uh, hit a few, and uh, then it was time. For round two. Oh yeah. yeah. Was this you? Nope. No, it was Rafe. Okay, so this no. was Rafe. This is me hitting in the. Peak heat. This was, yeah, I was gonna say oh still peak heat. Sun so this, is sun is going down, but not like setting yet. Right. Still hot as heck. No breeze. Rafe in the Tyler's uniform. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Your opening speech, by the way, when Randy comes up to interview you, was yeah. my favorite. Because you were like, "Where are the work men at?" <laughs> Which we have on the socials. And I like how no one it. yelled in the crowd. It was like <laughs> silent. Yeah, they did. All right. Somebody Way to go, working men out there. Men. So it's they're Rafe. all working. Versus Rocchio. Now Rocchio, uh, he's uh, he's he's producing and and on uh, on with uh, with Randy yeah, and Brooke drive. for opening drive. Right. So again, Randy, Homer, 
for the home team. Right. Yep. And uh, Rafe steps up first. He kind of gets in the box. Yeah. Take it from there. Well, here, let me back up a little. Because first time, I don't know how things go. Learn hits first in her. Here's what happened. They told me me and Rocky were first. That was the original plan. Mm. I take my exploder to time it out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right? I forgot about I go that. Take, yeah. I go into a porter potty. And I take my exploder. Dry dock? I, I dry dock my exploder in a porter potty because I'm that committed to the timing cycle of when I want a peak explosion. Yes. Then we get to the dugout. The game starts a half hour late. Mm -hmm. So now I'm a half hour off my cycle. Mm. And I'm like, uh-oh. That's okay. I think my exploder will hold over to the first round because I'm going to go. And then we're the second event. I'm getting the dugout. I see Rivers go whisper something to character. All of a sudden, right. they come back. The lineup's changed, Right. Now, Learn and Brooke are hitting first, and then our round gets delayed like another 40 minutes. Because I didn't there was that. stuff going on in between. So now I'm an, I'm an hour, 15 minutes off my exploder cycle. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, can't take more. I, I did max scoop. I can't scoop more. <laughs> if I scoop more, dude, I might your heart's die on explode, the field, dude. Right? I might literally, I might just die right? on the field. So I'm like, all right, my exploder's a little off. The mad but chemist whatever. warning says, mad no chemist. More. You listen to the mad chemist, dude. So that's, let's start with that. <laughs> So that all got kind of, like, twisted up. I'm sore. I'm in the bullpen. I tell Mike Matheny, I'm like, man, can I be honest with you, bro? I'm like, and I had scratched. This is crazy, but I had scratched a mole off my eye in my sleep the night before. I'm bleeding from my eye. I got a Band-Aid on. Everybody's making fun of me because they think I'm trying to do a Nelly thing. I'm There's like, no, I'm literally bleeding out of my yeah, eye, You dude. look like you got hit by a ball. Yeah, my eye was bleeding. I tell Matheny, I'm like, I'm pretty banged up, bud. I just feel like you're the manager here. I feel like I got to tell somebody. I'm feeling pretty banged up. I definitely feel like Tom Berenger in Major League when he's limping. Got like, and I go, what do I do? And Matheny just goes, you got to rub some dirt on it and take your cuts, bud. Mm. And I said, God damn it. That's exactly that's what I needed exactly to hear. What I, needed to. I go, I hope they fire Ollie next week and bring you back. And he just smiled. And then I was, there was a beat. And he smiled. And then he leaned down and kissed me on the forehead. What? Aww. <laughs> You've been blessed. I mean, you had a better experience kiss. than I did. You've been Mike I can't tell if that happened or if I was just so hot and so high on Exploder that I was having <laughs> Learn's fantasy. <laughs> but to me, it felt real. I think I might have been tussed tripping a little my own self. I think I but, saw you peak Exploder because we were in the dugout and you were waiting. You were like, get, get me out I there. was getting hyped. Yeah, dude. I was, you, were, you were pacing. You were using the latrine thing. I was ready. Yes. Yeah. I took a big dump in that little latrine thing and I really stayed where the fans could look in and see down inside. <laughs> you yeah. see what just giving doing. a thumbs up. So then. All right, all that goes down. Then we get out there. We're finally going to do our round. He's like, paper, rock, scissors to see who goes first. So it appeared to me that it wasn't supposed to be the way things played out, which was we had to be the visiting team the entire round. We had to hit first. So they always had the, the advantage of two things. One, knowing how many we hit. And two, Brooks getting warmed up. Because there was a lot of time. Not This is not a fault on Brooks. He did a great job. But he had a ton of time in between for him to get in a pitching groove. Right. Because there was a couple times, you know, he even said, he goes, man, I took some Joe Rogan's alpha brain and I was kind of tweaking out on my own exploder. Are you and writing he, this list? We, we need he's a long like, list. I kind of, he goes, I, I was notice. kind of like throwing them at your knees there for your first like minute of cuts. And right. he's like, then I figured out to kind of throw them, you know, chest navel. And he's like, you're, you know, but whatever. Scott, I, ser I seriously, so we come, I, need you, I need you to write a list. I'm trying Sorry, to, Rafe. I, I, I need you to write a list some thought, of okay? all the and I know you guys are thinking like, oh, they lost real bad. We didn't. But we want to lay this out for you the way right. it happened. So I come out. 
Rockio's sweating, dude. He comes up to me and goes, hey, man, will you just go first? What? I'm nervous. I just need a minute. So I volunteer. Sure, man. I'll go first. Thinking, all right, now Learn's gone first and I've gone first. By proxy, my boys get the hit last in the last two rounds. Right. Oh. That's what I'm thinking is going on because right. it's supposed to be paper, rock, scissors to see who hits first. I step up. I'm like, whatever, dude. I'll go take my cuts. I don't want my exploder to wear off anyway. I'm already an hour <laughs> off my cycle. I've already sweat out all the orange crystals or whatever. And I do think there's thing. an advantage to Brooks has done. He's throwing three minutes of pitches, and he's in a groove by the time the second. But I think there's an advantage to going second is my point. Mm -hmm. So I go. Uh, first minute, I hit a couple, and then I kind of get in a groove. Weird things happen. So I hit the first home run. Yes. Get us of on the, the board. Yeah, Got us on the board. First yeah, time out of the whole event. Hang on, hang on. Thank you. This is yeah. from the stadium. Yeah, that's live. live. They're still there clapping right now. <laughs> I see, uh, I hit my first one. I just glance out to the bullpen. I see Mike Matheny give me a thumbs up. Oh. I'm feeling good, right? Yeah. Gives so me a gorgeous. thumbs up. He grabs both of his boys and he pulls them in close and he points and he's like, if I had a third son, it'd be him. It would be him. That's sweet. And I'm like, that's weird because I think we're the same age, Mike. But whatever, dude, I'll be your son. I looked it up. He's 52. Yeah, you did look it up. And then we're going to talk about that. How, <laughs> how women's range of older men changes depending on how good looking they are. Yeah, yes. That's right. <clears throat> but anyway, so I start, I get in a groove. I start hitting some dingers, right? I get up to seven. Then I hit an eighth. Eight goes on the scoreboard. Yeah. Eight comes off the scoreboard. Right. Mm -hmm. Character says, oh, it hit the top of the fence. And bounced which back is? in. And bounced back in. But our people sitting in the bullpen said it hit the fence, hit the building, pops back in. Mm -hmm. So it popped over, hits the shed, comes back in, they take it off the board. That's so there's it, one yeah. taken off oh. the board. Right. There's a second one I hit out, but it's to the left of the two. So it's a foul? I don't, that's what I thought. They didn't put it on the scoreboard. Tina's okay. like, yeah, you hit another one that was like, you pulled it, but it went way out, but it went like to the left of the light pole and okay. they didn't put it up. And she's like, I just assumed that meant that was the two foul poles. Fine. So I hit seven in the first round. Underperformed for me, I felt like, but whatever. You're just 23 off from what you wanted. Yeah, but there's another round coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's where that's coming. We'll make it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like, whose side exactly are you on again? <laughs> no, he's, it seems he's like you're taking some shots. No, at me he's, he's just this. taking notes. He's just yeah, yeah. getting okay. a list of grievances. Yeah, and I felt like once I was in the group, we didn't take any BP. I would also like to say that I thought we'd get to take a few cuts when we got there. No BP. No BP. Yeah, that was. That's one of my complaints about this. Like we were yeah, we've yeah. never got to do batting practice. And we were, like we should have been batting the hell out and of each other. Even to just go in the cage and let you guys throw a few just to get some some cuts yeah. in. Well, but there anyway, is, there is a cage back there, and I think we can opt for it. But we've never been all. I went back, and there were, the college guys were smoking. They were in there the whole time, and I was like, well, I'm not going to interrupt these college dudes yeah. who are hitting for real dingers to be like, hey man, you guys mind lobbing me a few? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know. Right. So anyway, hit seven in the first round. Two suspiciously didn't get on the board. So hit nine, got credit for seven, whatever. Nine still an underperformance. I ain't making excuses. I wanted to, I, my real number in my head, I know I talked a lot of trash last week, but the real number in my head was like, I want to hit 20 total. If I hit 20 total, I feel like we're going to win. And I felt like that meant I needed to hit like 
my goal was like 15 and 5. Hit 15 in the first round and then just be able to coast in the last round. Right, right. But, yeah, and, and to be clear, we had decided right before that we would do the the three minutes. Mm-hmm. You get one timeout for that last 30 seconds, anytime within that three minutes. That is round one. Everybody bats once. And right. then we're going to do a lightning round. In the past, we've done it where it's just 60 seconds. Um, but this time, we decided... 10 swings. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to get 10 yeah. swings in the lightning round, and that was going to cap off right after the, uh, the the fourth round. Which meant you could wait for your pitches. Right, which exactly. Which is big for me, because I'm like, I think if I can do that after swinging, I'm like, I think I can put five or six of these 10 out. Yep. I really do think that. So we're planning for two rounds. You're planning for 20 home runs total. That was my plan. And then I was like, all right, I'm not going to get there, but I can at least hit like somewhere between 13 and 15, and I still think that gets us over the hump. So I hit my seven. Not bad. Rocky O'Connor, because I haven't seen anyone else hit one yet. I'm like, maybe something's different this year. Right. Rocky O comes up. He's not doing well for the first minute. He takes a break. I think he hit like one. Comes back. He, he had a little bit of a run. And then he hits six. One of which, same foul territory I hit it into. They right. count it. Mm. So I'm like, really? okay. Put that on the list. Okay. Okay. That went to the left of that pole. But they count it. Character calls it a home run. They count it. So. Do we know who's counting it? Do we know no. the scoreboard was, operator? I asked that question a lot, and I have no it idea. It was a super loose. I feel like they were going off Randy's calls, and it was super loose of, like, there was a couple getting called in the air, like, oh, that one's out of here, that, like, someone definitely caught it. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. There's a couple, a couple at the very end we'll get into in a little bit. But Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Where did those come there's from? There's more home run counting controversy yeah. to come. I hate, I hate admitting this, but... For those of you that don't know, I play it well like I'm not a competitive cat, mm. but I'm one of the more competitive people I know. Like, sometimes I can take it too far. Now I'm old enough to know that, which is why I try to always, like, kind of scale it back. Whether I'm playing, like, rec soccer or something, I take it too seriously. And everybody that I play with, it goes, yeah, he's right. He, yeah, he does. He takes it too <laughs> seriously sometimes. I just get into it. and I'm Thank I'm God a, you did. I'm a competitor. Yeah. Well, No, 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 no. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, I tried to exercise restraint in the competitive nature because it tends to be a turnoff to those around me. And I love you guys and I don't want to like upset anybody. So I was intentionally not counting, not counting. Okay. Wanted to take myself and now I regret it. Now I wish. Can I just say for the show, just speaking out loud, bring it. Anytime we got something like this, we're like, it's not going to offend me if you're okay. Because I'm. You need to be hitting it. Like I I need to I am obnoxiously competitive if, if, if allowed. Well, this was all in good fun. But yeah. I still wanted to win. Yeah. All competitions are in good fun. Yeah. Right. It's still competition. For I mean, this or was whatever. A really good fun. The this best was... part of you and Rockio, though, is after Rockio gets oh, done, yeah. he yeah, three bombs. minutes. Yes. <laughs> he bombs on That's the That's how hot it was <laughs> yeah. and how nervous he was. He hits, he finally gets done. He literally throws up on the field. Right. Yep. And what Randy Carriker is announcing, oh, are you throwing up? Yep, yep. He's throwing <laughs> to the field. I'm yeah. pretty sure he got credit for that, too. I think they gave him one for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's out of here. Yep. So, yep, and to his a, credit, he that, did good. He came back and he hit six. So, yep. I win my round. Yeah, I do so, want to make that clear. Yes. I won my round. So, We're in the lead coming out of the round. Yep. It's a plus one. Yep. Riz show. And, and then there's a pile of pukey over here right uh, behind the, yes. right behind the plate. Yeah. So that's kind of how my first round played out. All right, Scott. It was good, though. Seven yeah. seven home runs is, is not a Nine, again. got credit for seven, sure. That is that is tough. Not everybody has hit seven home runs in the whole competition each one of these years. Uh, so seven to six is plus one. Mm-hmm. We take... Got a windshield, too. I want to point that out. Ooh! Did you really? Reap the windshield. What, yeah. what kind of car? Toyota Camry. Oh, 
I did not see that. <laughs> got the Camry, baby. I took a picture. Oh, no. Oh, nice. oh, no. Tina went out and snapped the picture. She's like, you got one. Oh, so one windshield down, pile of pukey, and then we're back in the dugout, and we're hanging out. The pros are going. The college kids are going. The pros are going. The college kids are going. The pros yep. are going. College kids yeah. are going. Damn, sun's been down for an hour now. Long uh, break between. Dude, I because I had gotten really warmed up. I was, like, feeling good. And then, you know, like you're ready to go out there and all of a sudden they keep taking her time, right, taking right, her right. time. Right. And all of a sudden I realize, man, I'm getting stiff again. So you're trying to loosen up again, trying to do everything. I'm yeah, like, come on, come on. And they just kept taking her time, yep. taking her time. Cold muscles. Now, yeah. meanwhile, I got Mama Moon down in the dugout and she, did you guys witness this? When she saw Mike Matheny, her hands went up. Like, I mean, she full on went, oh my God, that's Mike Matheny. She was so <laughs> cute. I mean, full on teenage girl it, meeting Taylor Swift. It was mm -hmm. amazing. Got a picture <laughs> with her. Uh, it made her entire year. I mean, this this whole month has been incredible with the green seats for her and uh, meeting Mike Matheny. And Andrew Jones, she was like, I, I didn't know he was going to be here. He's a legend. This is incredible. So cute. So she had a great time. And uh, the families are hanging out, and we're having a good time. We got to meet a lot of Riz Show listeners. If if, if it was your first time out there, uh, thank you for coming out for uh, for such a fun event. It was a nice night. And uh, for everybody that returned that, that we've seen year after year, it's incredible to see you guys. Thank you for supporting yeah. it. Uh, always a fun event. Awesome seeing a lot of Team Riz members, uh, a couple of brand new Team Riz members in the last couple months. Um, so that was that was lovely. You guys have any sort of uh, fun crowd interactions or anything? I mean, everybody seemed to be in great spirits, a lot of... Yeah, balls yeah, being signed. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I I got to take a picture of uh, King Scott signing a ball for oh, the world's cutest kid. That kid was awesome. He was so excited to meet you. I mean, he had to have been five years old. Yeah. He, I don't know if he knew exactly who you were, but like he was so enamored with you. <laughs> just your hair. His movement was incredible. Yeah. It was just like the little so hands cute. came up and. Yeah, it's such really a it's such a fun family event. And the kids are everywhere. They got the playground yeah. over there. Uh, and um, last year, sadly, there was there was one injury. Uh, where where a kid was uh, was, was hit by a ball. Yeah, you, I mean, you know, it was baseball. Somebody got hit this year. Yeah, we used to and watch I, a little just, girl get hit. Oh no! In the really? leg, she was okay, but it, oh. she, I mean, she cried. I was like, oh, she gonna cry. Okay, yeah. but but no, yeah. like injury, injury. Nah, she just got. It was a baseball though. She got smacked pretty well, good. So there, I bring it up because there, I was an injury. We'll get to that later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, save that because that's gonna go on the controversy you. list. As well. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, for sure. But before that happened, round three finally comes yeah. up in the late nine o'clock hour. eight hours after it starts. <laughs> cold, cold muscles. Yeah, cold. The only positive was it was like 20 degrees cooler. Yes. It was nice It was nice cool. to walk out there and be like, oh, this has changed. Yeah, so it was a perfect, perfect uh, night by that point. And it's King Scott versus professional athlete. Jamie Rivers. Yeah, easy. Whose who shorts are extremely short. Uh -huh. Yeah, his name. He was dad and, coaching it for sure. And it's half cheating there because he's a lefty. So he is a lefty, yeah. and he was the absolute all-star of last year's uh, last year's home run yeah. derby. I think he had maybe seventeen last year. Yeah. So not this year. Once no. again, we have to go first. Were you offered? Yeah, I was offered, and I said, you know, I'll go first, because I was thinking in my head, but now you say that the the pitching deal, I should have thought about that later on, where he'd be warmed up for the second one, and I, I mean, he did great he for also me. had, like, a two-hour break. Yeah, I and so no, his arms were cold. And I had no idea you guys were offered. He, I to, was to that first. time. I don't know if I anyone else was. He asked me, right, Rocchio right. asked me to go right, first. But at yeah. least there was a discussion. And and so, then, so I thought it was going to be, like, uh, you know. Yeah, my thought, though, one, was two, going. One, two, three, shoot, at least. 
but go ahead. Yeah. So King's my got, thought was, if I go first, then I don't have to put any pressure on myself. If Jamie gets, you know, ten home runs or whatever, then I'll sit there the whole time. And if I'm not hitting, you know, everyone a home run, oh, then right. I start Stressing getting out. my head. And yeah, so I'm like, I'll just oh, take it easy, okay. just be relaxed, and I don't have to put any pressure on myself, and I can do better, hopefully. And uh, I underperformed, I think. But I was feeling high off of your speech. You know, I went up there confident. <laughs> I'm like, dude, maybe I'm going to get 20 today. This is going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just feeling it, man. I was buzzing, and and I was feeling pretty good. However, I did have an injury on my hand from batting practice earlier that week. I had a nice giant blister. It kept bleeding. Um, and so Brooks was like, yeah, your left hand, you're, you're putting all your you know grip in the right hand and none in your left. He's like, I could tell you were struggling on that with your swing. And uh, but anyways, I still felt pretty comfortable this year, and uh, the I think everything was going pretty good. I had two over the scoreboard, and I ended up hitting seven, and I had no controversy. So that's sad. I, I wish I would have had nine. So I guess I lost. Uh, seven but, is great. Yeah, seven's, seven's great. great. Again, respectable number, huge number, yeah. and you had a bomb that I'm pretty sure went over both fences, fence, car, fence. Like he had a bomb. I was, wish I man. I wish I could have seen. Those, I know. You know. That's a bummer. time to admire you your work, to which I didn't like. I did watch you. Uh, I think your second home run, you hit it and you like step back, and I go, "Don't watch yeah, it! Don't watch it! Don't watch swing it. again!" <laughs> yeah. Come on, Rafe, what are you doing? Yes, that was I just, awesome. I know that was the one that hit a car. <laughs> that, <laughs> that second one, I go, like, "That's it, that's it, dude!" I can, feel, I can hear the. I can feel like a laser sight being put on a car out there, <laughs> <laughs> and I was listening for the. <laughs> oh man, yeah, so, it was fun this year because I've never really had lessons in softball and slow pitch softball kind of hitting and so on that monday before the game i got to work with my buddy drew and he was showing me how to actually stand for softball not for baseball and it was wild the power was definitely different this year than it's ever been for me in that so that felt great um but then you know um, i was doing pretty good at the beginning of that and then i took my 30 second break and you guys probably didn't see this but a uh, character came over and hit me in the leg with a baseball. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on yep. the list. I knew it. Yep, I knew something. <laughs> so that was one of the frustrating things, and I'm pretty sure Jamie injected me something. I don't know because I, you know, slowed down a little bit, but it was okay. Um, it, it, I was uh, excited for a while because Jamie was struggling when he came up after me, and his first, you know, he wasn't. He was hitting a lot of ground balls, and I think there's only one home run or something. But then he, I was like, man, there's a chance I'm gonna beat a pro. This is good because then he had like maybe. Three, he took his break. Two minutes in, you were ahead. Yeah. And yeah. we were like, I was this like, dude, awesome. this is this awesome. Be, you may this. be only on this mountain for 30 seconds, yeah. but right now you've overperformed over Man. a pro And we athlete. were in Jamie's head. You could tell like that for, before he took his break, we were in his head because he was not doing as well as I think he had thought he was going to oh, do with right. all those ground balls. Yeah. That and then was they frustrating. took a break and Stalter had to get up in his face <laughs> about, you need to get it together. Like I like saw Stalter and him kind of doing the athlete thing back and forth. And they were like really getting in Jamie's head like, this is on you, man. And so anyway, back yeah. to you. And so uh, Jamie <laughs> came back from that break and he turned into a professional athlete again and just went crazy. <laughs> just went nuts. And it was hitting him over the building, like just <laughs> destroying it. It's like, dang it. I don't think he actually hit any over the, the short wall. I think every one of them was... In the same area we were hitting, which is crazy as a lefty, and uh, usually that's a dis, you know, an advantage for him. But I think this year he just was like, you know, I'm going to man up and I'm going to hit over the big wall and and not. He put uh, a couple in the bullpen. He did. So okay. He, yeah. So he topped out at what 11? I think he ended so. up with 11. Yeah. Okay. So and no controversies. Did anybody saw like with? But that was like no. he had maybe was it six or seven in that last, that last minute. minute. Yeah. I mean, he just Dang. went. He got a streak. He got hot. That's what you got to do. I figured that out watching my first year. As I'm like, oh, you got to get. 
Got to get in a groove. Man. If you're going to hit a bunch, you got to hit like six or seven in a row. You got to kind of get in a groove and stay in it. Because I think I had, did I have two that back-to-back ones? I'm pretty sure I did because it felt amazing. I'm like, maybe this is the moment yeah, you had a where it's going to go berserk, you yeah. know, and you have two and you're yeah, and the next one's like right into the ground. <laughs> That's like, what ah. I did. I had like Doggone two it. or three in a row and then biffed a couple yeah. and hit two and then biffed a couple. I had a couple cranks. So then uh, after that, you know, we are technically up or we're down by three, I believe, at this point, right? Because you were up by one on your round and Correct. then he won his round by four. So we're up. So we're down by three. Last round for the first round comes up, and it's me versus Stalter. And Stalter, um, also a lefty, right? Is he a lefty? Yes. Or maybe maybe yes. he's not. Either yeah. way, heck of a hitter. Dude's an athlete. Dude, he's been he, swinging he bats. Uh, he probably, he's probably one of those batting cages three times a week sort of guys. Yeah, yeah played uh, college ball, so he's a baseball player just innately. Yeah, you know yeah. he's good when he comes to the place and sweatpants. He played like, minor he's, league, too. <laughs> just better than us. I think he did. Yeah, I think he was drafted by the majors and chose not to so he could play softball yeah. more. I think. Mm-hmm. And do broadcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, well, nah, someone I told me that play there were two pro athletes, money. and I was like, well, who is it? And they were like, Rivers and Stalter. And I go, well, what did Stalter play? And they're like, baseball. <laughs> what do you know? Pro? And they're like, yeah, like at least minor leagues. Like he got drafted by the pros. We don't know if he ever made it to like the majors, but he was playing like minor league baseball. Dang. Yeah, he was also a pro baton twirler and a marching band. He mm-hmm. talks like a like a pro ball player for sure. He was he was in he was trying to get in our heads and he was playing the reverse side. He was oh. he was being like the the cheerleader guy. Like, hey, I just I just hope you do so well. And I was, right. I was like, who are you? Get out of he here! He came up to me. He goes, I can't believe you would say such nasty things about us <laughs> on the air. I go, what are you talking about? I was a little confused I said, I'm by not his on tactics. your team. Yeah, he was uh yeah he was throwing all sorts of different moves at us. Um, but, uh, I wanted, I wanted to just do as, do as well as I could. Like you said, man, I had taken my exploder, uh, my energized stuff, um, f- I, in, half hour before six o'clock or b- before seven o'clock. So six thirty. So it's mm-hmm. almost nine thirty now. I'm completely cold, uh, and, and worn out. But after a few, a few, you know, grounders and some whatever, I got into a groove. Uh, I think yeah. I ended up, I, I don't know how many I ended up hitting, but I remember what the scoreboard said. Did you guys see any sort of controversies with with mine? And I, I wasn't, no, I no, counted. Counting. Yeah, I never I got to see them. Yours was good. Yours was good. But you had, I think there was, it might have been three or four in a row that were just, Sweet. it was amazing. I think you had the most consecutive in a row that night. I was trying so to just keep, here's what I was trying say. to just keep my head down. Here's what I will say about your at bat. You've, I think that you suffered from having to go first a little because. You were kind of getting pitched inside and grounding out for like your first 30, 45 seconds. And then he kind of found his, he found your spot and okay. you started, go, you started teeing off and you started like getting in a groove, man. Yeah, I felt okay in the middle. Took my break, was tired. My daughter was telling me that I had to do the, the what is oh, it yeah. called? The, the gritty, hit the yeah. gritty or something. The I don't dance. know what that means, but she, she yeah, made me do like, that you as have well. to do this dance. You have <laughs> to do this dance. I was like, yeah, okay, great. I'll do it in between. And boy, do I regret that. That 30 seconds, I needed to sit there and take some breaths. And instead, I'm trying to do this dance. <laughs> I know. She's like really pressured. And, and, like, and I was like, I was like yeah. oh, my God, I'm so tired. Yeah. I was yeah. gassed. I needed my break at two minutes for sure. Yeah, yeah. I understand why Rocky threw up. If the sun was out, I, I could have been close to throwing yeah. up too. Man. I pulled some weird thing and the whole left side of my body just went. <laughs> so like uh, there was muscles <laughs> missing in, in, in between my ribs. And uh, the whole thing hurt. But I was like, I'm going to give it my all. And then I'm going to come back for that lightning round. And I'm going to take at least eight of those mm. swings, and it's going out of here. Yes. Same. 
So I yep. ended up totaling Easy. 15. 15, you did good, man. Yeah, you, you were crushed. You were definitely the anchor team. and the slugger. I was super. I texted you, and I was like, hey, man, I'm impressed. I I had never seen it. Everybody said you could hit. You look good in the cages. And you told me you'd hit like 12 or something. I don't remember what it was. And you're like, I'll hit, I'll hit my 10 or 12. And then you just exceeded that. On a day, everyone underperformed. I want to point that out. Like, well, I'm not, it. Brooks even, and that's even, that's across the board. That's not a controversy. He said, he goes, these balls, these balls feel a little waterlogged. They don't feel like they felt, they're older. Add it to the list. Okay. Waterlogged. But that's not on us. That's on everybody. We all had to hit the same balls. So well, how do like, we know? Maybe we you had a dry that. box. We don't know. But I mean, Rivers <laughs> even said, he goes, man, I just, I underperformed this year. You know, he only hit 11. So then he was expecting to go out there and hit 18 to 20. I know Stalter came up and he felt confident. Uh, he looked confident. He was walking up there mm. like Roy Hodge. Which is like, a bummer because the year before. before he was not. Yeah. The year before he, he let himself yeah. down. Yeah. Stalter had something to prove this time. That's for sure. But he yeah. walked up and what did he hit? Well, he Seven. hit 15. Oh, that's right. But they oh. gave him 17 because Randy called a couple in the air that little kids caught. Yeah. Right. So that's what's happening. Yeah. So imagine this. Swing and he goes, Oh, that and Randy goes, That one's out of here. One's 16. Go. And then boom, yep. you know, it's like some, a grounder. <laughs> well, that one's gone. <laughs> right. Adios, amigo. And I'm like, is, Randy, are you drunk? Stalter and I were looking at each other. He had already turned. He's already swung his last swung. And then he looked at me, and then the scoreboard goes boop, boop, boop and yeah. adds two more. I was yeah. like, After well, he's done. How did that happen? There's, there's no balls in the no, air. Magic. Somebody leaned on the scoreboard. And that's when Mr. Com competition. Those were my two. They were adding my two back in for him. Right, yeah. That's when Mr. Competition <laughs> bubbled up inside me, and I and, and he goes, he goes, 17. And I go, no, 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 whoa, 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 hey, hey. And I right. started babbling. I go, hey, that, that's, what are we doing here? Who's no. doing this? Right. Who's messing around? And then they took the, the, the numbers off the board. They did, and he admitted, he's like, no, nah, I definitely... Everyone on that team was like, "Yeah, we definitely only hit 15. We don't know where those numbers came from." I don't so even to their know credit, if they got 15. Well, so they did take now them off. the now the scoreboard's all loosey goosey. I don't even know they if he hit 15. They took the two off, yeah, but oh, we I had to ask that. for it. We had to call them out on it to get them off. So then, technically, I'm the one that let us down. So, so we tied. No. So as is at, at, at this it. at this moment at this moment, it is all four rounds have completed. Mm -hmm. Round one. Yeah. Three minutes. Jeez. Those round that round is we're done. good. At this time, the score officially was thirty-two to twenty-nine. Fast lane. We're three down. Going into the yeah. round two. And now we're all starting to get psyched. Exploder phase two. Yeah. Energized phase two. It's yeah. about to kick in. Our adrenaline mm -hmm. is. This is what we've been saving it for. The lightning round. Ten swings. Yeah. Right. I called the mad Sharp. chemist. I got cleared for another half scoop if That's I right. needed it. And the crowd. You could tell. I mean, the crowd was getting into it. The moon was outside, like a I mean, like a poster. Strawberry yeah. moon. It was beautiful right there. Like okay, now we're we're cranked. We're ready. We're, we're gonna stay out here. We don't have to go back to the dugout. Yeah. We are psyched. We are ready. Yep. My, my kids, yep. a couple of my kids were out there. They were psyched. Here we go. Wait, wait, ready. wait, wait. We got to do a bubble race. Let's do a bubble, uh, the bubble ball uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like bubble ball the wrestling. Safest, the safest kind of place. Two spectators big, giant ball. in giant balls. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now, here's here's my question. Not I don't, spectators. I don't, I don't know the answers here. Was it people that were drawn from the crowd? What was this? How, yeah, who were How were they selected? I don't, I, I think they worked for the station, ESPN. Okay. Kid had a River shirt on, an yeah, ESPN he had, he had shirt. I shirt. think he was like an intern or something. Oh, okay. Let's... So here, let, let, me, let me paint the picture. So we're out by second base. The first baseline over here and the third baseline each have a grown man in a bubble ball. 
And if you like don't know what that is, inside a gerbil ball. Yeah, if you know what that is, it's a big inflatable gerbil ball where they have handles and they're and they're you know fairly secure. I mean, if you want to say safe, we can say that for now. Uh, and then it's the thing that I did at the Blues game and broke my toe. Um, you know, you run out and you just <laughs> mm-hmm. smash into people, and then you go flying. Somebody goes flying, or both of you go flying. You broke your painful. toe doing that. I broke my toe. Yeah, yeah. In, in the intermission right. at the original night, ice is uh, not an easy thing for that. Yeah, and you think you're safe, and then yeah. you know your 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 knees feet are, are destroyed. Dangling. Yeah. So this thing covers you from your head to about uh, just under your hips. If if those uh, if if you're not familiar, uh, you haven't seen these kind of things. So we got one guy on first base, one guy third baseline. And their objective was, I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, was to race around second base, like around the, the infield, outfield yeah. line. Yeah, so one for, starts at first, third. Knock into each other mm-hmm. and then get up, resume the race, and then get yeah. to the opposite baseline. Yeah. That, am whoever I right? Their first, like, yes. Yeah, they, they right. win. So From, whoever crosses first or third first wins. Yeah. So from what I understand, that's how the game is going to be played. So we're sitting down. We got a front row seat. For the second base collision. Yeah. Here they come. Bam. These two dudes hit like two freight trains. Like right. in a, Like in a cartoon. Like two Humpty Dumpties. Yeah. Two Humpty Dumpties. They both go flying. Uh-huh. Their legs are dangling. Right. You know, like, like, like green beans. Yeah. And, uh, and they pop back up. And then they run to the opposite sides. And uh, I guess the one that was over by the first baseline. Mm-hmm. Did like a flip, like a, a a somersault. This is this is all according to my kids because I didn't get to see this. He did like a somersault where you kind of like jump onto your head, which is securely yeah. inside this this inflatable ball, and then kind of boop, flip back right. over where your green bean legs go back onto the ground. Apparently, the third baseline guy, and I don't want to say his name because I don't, I just don't know if he wants his name out there, but he saw the somersault guy. I'm gonna, and he decided. <laughs> To also do the flip somersault. Right. His landing, though, resulted in something different than the first baseline guy's oh, yeah. landing. Because his foot came off of his leg. Yeah, homeboy broke his ankle. In yes. fact, <sighs> we have a tweet because his name is Dylan. We'll just Dylan. Dylan. Hey, Dylan. You son of a bitch. Yes. <laughs> he tweeted at us and Stalter and Rivers okay. and everybody, and he says, thank you guys for coming and checking in on me after I snapped my ankle. Broke it in two different places. Mm. Oh, boy. Got a long road of recovery oh, ahead. Still had fun, though. Enjoyed talking to you oh, all, even God. though my ankle was broke. Then Rivers responds and says, Dylan, you son of a bitch. Nice. You are an absolute warrior. I'm so sorry that your night ended the way it did. I was beyond proud that you were wearing a 101 ESPN Rivers t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I wish you an easy and speedy recovery. Hmm. Dude. How much did they pay him to do this? Dylan, first of all, Dylan was a sweetheart. And he was. A, and a freaking warrior. Because, guys, I've yeah. seen some injuries. I've seen some wounds. Yeah. That was one of the most brutal ones I've ever seen. And he was he was really calm for the mo- and I know that happens a lot of times after an injury. He was really calm, but I thought it was interesting where he kept trying to touch his ankle. He was like, "There's a mosquito on it." Right? Like, no, yeah. no, there's no mosquito yeah. on you. You're fine. He's like, "There's a mosquito on my ankle. I didn't touch it." It's like, like, "No, no, 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 don't touch it." Dude, yeah. Moon was talking to him like, like you talk <laughs> like in the movies when a soldier's hurt bad. But they're trying to be like, oh, you're going to go home. You'll be kissing Mary Lou before you know it. Right. Moon's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I've seen this a hundred times on a soccer field, man. They'll pop that well, back. You're good. Just don't touch things. it. You're good. And I'm like, bro, his foot is on sideways right now. He's got Barbie you foot. You are. 
It was Barbie food. <laughs> Wow. Dylan. Yes, you're right. Dude. And and uh and he's gonna be fine. And, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be there. He's I'm sure he's already had some some incredible doctors yeah. and some incredible work done. I uh, fell for the guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. It, it was it was brutal. It was one of those where you know my kids are out there and they're like edging towards it. And I was like, no, 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 you you guys need to stay back here. I stayed with your kids. Yeah, please please stay back here. You don't want to see that. <laughs> your your daughter said I'm traumatized. Yeah, <laughs> she, I go. It's gonna be okay. It was she brutal. I yeah. just and, and all of us, we just wanted to make sure that he was like staying yeah, right. calm and not yeah. looking at it. And uh, and I have seen some brutal injuries. I've had. I mean, I snapped my ACL on a soccer field. And uh, mm. man, yeah. it can be it can be scary. And honestly, the the, the fear and like the, that adrenaline mixed with the fear can be really the worst part of it. Um, maybe not the worst part, but look, you know, it doesn't it, it just compounds to make it worse. So. In that event, you want to have people well, around you that are t- trying to keep you calm yeah. and, and keep everything good. And and the medics got out there, and I saw the hospital. Uh, I saw the uh, the uh, EMS, the uh, the ambulance drivers uh, taking him away, and they were, they, you know, they all felt confident and everything was good. And he and, did the thumbs up thing like you're supposed to when you leave. That's right. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, shout out to Dylan and uh, dude, uh, you're you're in my prayers. And and yeah. that was uh, whew. That Ouch. was a way to prepare ourselves for the lightning round. Because yeah. here uh-huh. it comes. Let's do here it. it comes. Oh, golly. Nope. Nah, man, we're going to cancel the lightning round. We're yeah, going to cancel the lightning done. round. We've got a guy over here with no foot. and uh, Well, and that, and you know, if you want to add to the controversy list, I mean, the guy was, he did have a 101 ESPN shirt on. Yeah, that's on. what I'm wondering. How much did they pay him? a Jamie Rivers shirt on. Jamie Rivers shirt How much did they pay him to do this? Right. right. So that is really what... Because who called the who canceled the Randy. lightning round? Randy did. It was I was going to say that is really what the question. I'm starting needs to think to this be. guy has a trick ankle. That's right. Is oh. a trick ankle? That's one of my the favorite cardinals. Trick ankle. Yeah, trick ankle. Yeah, he's one of my guy. favorite cards, dude. That guy had a cannon. <laughs> so, so, so now we're calling shenanigans on the ankle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Those are all actors, no, man. I'm not a You think I'm reaching here? Right. Was that a real foot to right. begin with? Yeah. Was that a fake foot? <laughs> Dang it. I fell for it, man. He did kind of have a Barbie foot. Maybe that was a fake foot, dude. Right. He, that guy's right. been... He got us. So, yeah, we don't we don't really know. Um, so, add that to the list. Of, do, do you have the list here? Yep. Okay, so... so to, Put an asterisk next to that one because we got to look into that. So, at the, at the current score, we are down by three. Mm-hmm. Correct. But this is a D N. F. Did not finish. Mm-mm. The game is not over. No. This is not a loss. Mm-mm. There's no yeah. way in heck you can mark this as a loss. There's no way they're going to go on the radio today and be honest men and say and that they pleased, won anything. And be pleased with what happened. Right. Absolutely not. No. Scoreboard cheating. And how dare them make an innocent man named Dylan take the fall. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Exactly. Take the Here, literal fall. Give me my fall. shirt right. if you take a fall for us. Like, we need uh, to send Dylan a Riz Show t-shirt. We need to let him know that we would never exploit him in such no, a way like Jamie Rivers did. Use that trick ankle he has. Yeah, we don't need his trick ankle. Trick we, ankle. You know. <laughs> and I also think we need a rematch. We need a lightning round at some park. Yes. With absolutely. all these guys. I, well, I'm totally, I'm, I back that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it is one of those things, like, I, because, you know, as leader of the Pork Steak Army, I don't make excuses. If we lost a battle... But the war wasn't over. No. And I'll tip my hat to the to the fast lane crew. At the time that the contest was called, they were ahead. And I will acknowledge that. But that was half done. 
we had to be the visiting team yep. for the whole first round, which means we should have been hitting last the whole lightning round. That's right. There was just a lot of stuff that was about to swing advantageous for us. And we were still very close. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like we were down 14 mm. dingers. We were down three. Three. Easy to make up. And that's 40 cuts. Right. 100%. Yeah. And like that second round, Brooks was like, hey, take your, because I had my hand bandaged up so it wouldn't bleed through the, he's like, I don't care if you get blood on my bat. He's like, take that off, put your batting glove on and just use that so you can fill everything. Yeah. Now we're warm. So now we're ready. Me, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm ready. Lightning round. I felt good, man. I was like, I, I literally, no exaggeration. I think I could have put six out of ten out easy in the yeah. line. Especially because we were going to do swings where you didn't have to, wasn't timed. So it was like, pick your pitches. Yeah. If he goes to, because my thing is I was, and this was a mistake I won't make next year. I swung at everything because I was like, it's timed on the first round. And I gassed myself out swinging it. Not on, not, not on his fault. He's throwing a ton of pitches, but I swung at stuff at my knees. I swung at stuff that was kind of inside yeah. trying so to pull it. right? Here. Yeah, and then you Rivers did the same thing. He's like, dude, I can't lay off anything. I'm like, well, me neither. I was a grandpa at 36. Uh, impulse control, not <laughs> running in my family, dude. <laughs> impulse control, not our best quality, dude. Uh, but that gassed me out where I like I would have been better off to let a couple of those go by and just taking a deep breath and taking a good cut. Yeah. Hey, we would have been able to do that in the lightning round. We did okay, and uh, it's not over. It's not over. That was a rain no. delay. Uh, the, the rain came in. The yep. game has to be completed. And uh, that's just, that's where we're at. So, Fast Lane, if they have anything to say, make sure you make sure you tweet at us because uh, I'm not going to be listening. I'm going to be napping, hopefully. Right. Because uh, I'm still recovering from the one. And we don't listen one. to that show anyway. So. Well, that's right. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, let us know what they <laughs> say do. because, uh, listen, ma'am, DNF did not finish. We're going to continue this later. Uh, again, thank you to the O'Fallon Hoots uh, for hosting it and putting all that together, yeah, David, that out awesome. there. Uh, again, shout out to Dylan uh, on your speedy recovery. You're going to be back up in no time. It's going to be all right. Uh, but we are keeping a list of the grievances, and we're still going to win, even though they were cheating at every— Yeah. And also, shout out to Angie. I didn't know if you heard about this, oh, I did but not know yeah. that. She, the game was going on. I didn't know that, and they took her out. While we're doing the contest. So. Oh, goodness. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I tried to check so, on her yesterday, but yeah, how, didn't hear anything. I texted a couple of people that I knew were like Team Res members, and they said no update. She went to the okay. hospital, yeah. but that it was a condition she had, she was aware of. Um, I, you know, And we, thankfully we, her daughter was with her. And yes, and we obviously we hope she's okay and yeah. speedy recovery. And honestly, at the end of the day, we're joking around a lot and having fun with this, but like, we, it sucks that two people had bad injuries absolutely at this yes that's like, yeah, a bummer we feel bad for both of you yeah. we hope that we wish you speedy recovery uh you know but now back to doing comedy so i still think the ankle was fake absolutely <laughs> <laughs> fake, fake ankle <laughs> trick ankle uh it is monday here on the Rizzuto show uh you can always tune into the mick ultra studio cams we are live on youtube uh it is monday so we're going to be doing sexy time fun facts later we got crap on we got riz news headline who's try to get the headline goose scott for you Thank um you. i do want to talk about this uh, gooch grease thing especially since you were talking uh riz uh, Riz, uh, Rafe, about um, just being so sweaty in the Rafe uniform out there with, with the jeans and the. Uh, <laughs> Somebody emailed in and he said that I look like an honest mechanic or a shady Tyler, and I go, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you guys heard this term, this term, gooch grease? Uh, no. Okay. No. We'll get go on. We'll, we'll get to it after. No, we'll get to it after the break. <clears throat> but first, let's do the team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Hot Shots. This the is proud. A big one. The proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. You know, Brandon 
Hallowell? Hallowell? Yeah. I, I do not. This is a big one. This is the post-derby Team Riz. Oh, member. I see. That's big for me. Well, congratulations, Brandon. Hollowell from Fenton, Missouri. Brandon's been a listener of both The Point and The Riz Show for many, many years. Both Brandon and his seven-year-old son get their daily news from the show. And it always makes the trips entertaining when traveling. Brandon also appreciates the, the support that both The Point and The Riz Show gives to the community. Well, shout out to Brandon. You can sign up like Brandon did at uh, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, which includes not only the Dobbs family, but also the 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at the locally and family-owned company, which, if you didn't know, has been in business since 1976. The team of pros at Dobbs stands ready to service your car, your van, your light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV with the tires you need at the prices that will fit your family budget. And they're ready when you are to perform expert auto service too, done right the first time, including routine preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. Just take a couple minutes. Right now, check out the great summer tire deals Dobbs has for you. Just click on go to Dobbs.com. You'll find great deals on the best tire brands already being offered to you at the lowest tire prices in town. That's guaranteed. Click on go to Dobbs.com for Super Saver June deals on the tires and service you need and get the most for your money. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. So Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest-lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I got to test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated. Go to the showroom. See the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios, and more. Free in-home estimates. And all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the Red Show this month, Chestful Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chestful Fence and Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes prize picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on prize picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for... 
more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points, and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA's right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three-pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fencing Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your, for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a teardown of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Show. Yes, we are Sans Riz. Riz is enjoying Costa Rica. Uh, he has not texted me back. I did text him at 5.30 this morning. I called him. I needed something from his computer. And, uh, whoo, I'm in trouble now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm in trouble now. But, hey, I didn't wake him up, so yeah. I'll text him tomorrow. Yeah, he didn't We he didn't should answer. just all text him, like, once this week. Just uh, play <laughs> it off. Nuts. He doesn't know what time zone he's in. Just be like, yeah, man, I texted you last night. Yeah, he no. probably came up at 6 a.m. Came late, yeah. The Wi Fi doesn't know what time zone. Yeah. It's 6 p.m. here, dude. I was just texting you to say, What's up? <laughs> uh, we are live on the Michelob Ultra studio cams. Uh, you can always uh, tweet us, get at our socials at RIZZ Show. Email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com or call us 314 624 3833. Uh, we're going to get to crap on celebrities here in just a minute, but I'm going to do a little back in the day. A little back in the day. 67 years ago, 1956, Elvis Presley went on the Milton Berle show and thrust his junk at the camera. Ooh. Caused so much controversy that uh, from then on, cameras would only shoot him from the waist up. Isn't that crazy yep. that that was so controversial? And then now, like, you think about, like, Miley Cyrus always comes to mind with her wrecking ball tour and stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. when she was, like, grinding on that big old wrecking ball. You mean the people that were objecting with that whole, this is a slippery slope with this Elvis 
Yeah. Fella. yeah. Had a point? What you uh, mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did change Thank his God. name from Elvis to Pelvis after that, which I thought <laughs> was As he should. Uh, 58 years ago, 1965, I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones was released. Mm. 55 years ago, 1968, Robert F. Kennedy shot at the Ambassador Hotel in L.A. just after winning the California Democratic primary. Uh, he died the next day. Former NFL store, uh, superstar Rosie Greer, who was working as the bodyguard for Kennedy, helped take down the assassin, Sirhan Sirhan. 46 years ago, 1977, Alice Cooper's pet boa constrictor was bitten by a rat. It was trying to eat and died. Which, by Aww. the way, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Alice Cooper's like snakes and all the snake handlers came from a reptile shop down in South County. What? Really? Yeah, I believe so, because we've been in there, you know, we... Guys, we, we own reptiles. We have a snake and multiple leopard geckos. Yeah, you guys and, are nuts. Yeah, I thought yeah. those snakes would be tougher than that and <laughs> get have, bit by a little rat. And well, when you have one and you have, uh, or when you have, you know, animals, lizards, and different things, and kids with this kind of stuff, you end up traipsing all over town to every single reptile shop there is yeah. to see whatever it's got. You're and, right. Exotic Amphibians and Reptile Center supplies musician Alice Cooper with his snakes for his concerts from St. Charles. Wow. There how you cool go. is that? There you go. Super cool shop. I think we've gotten a few things I think I think my belt might be his old snake thing because it has a couple little bite marks on oh, it. Oh, man. 30 years ago, 1993, sad day. Country legend Conway Twitty dies oh. at the age uh, of 59. Hello, darling. Gosh, that hurts me bad. What? Do you know what town he died in? No. Springfield, Missouri. Really? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. And what was his, uh, remember remember his his name, his his, uh, his real name? His was real name. was super awesome. Super country name yeah, as well. Yeah, it's like. It would have been a country hit as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, he uh, was a pop star first. I think it was like uh, Harold Lloyd or something. Yeah, like that. something right. like that. Harold Lloyd Jen- Jenkins. Dang, dang, Harold Lloyd Jenkins. Uh, let's see. 19 years ago, 2004, Jennifer Lopez marries Mark Anthony. Their divorce was finalized 10 years later. 19 Ooh. years ago, in, in 2004, the 40th president of the United States, Ronald Reagan, died from pneumonia after a 10-year battle with Alzheimer's. He was 93. 14 years ago, 2009. That does not seem like 14 years ago. The Hangover. Hangover wow. was released. And 11 years ago in 2012, science fiction author Ray Bradbury died at the age of 91. Anybody a Bradbury fan here? Mm-hmm. Man, love it, love it, love it. Uh, five random facts before we jump into crap on celebrities. I got some fun ones. The longest main street in the country is located in Island Park, Idaho, and it's 33 miles long. Goodness. Jeez. It would take a vampire about six minutes and 24 seconds to drain 15% of your blood by biting your neck, enough of them to feed without uh, affecting your circulation or your heart rate. Well, how nice is that? Yeah. George Lucas originally hoped that Yoda would be played by a monkey wearing a mask. (laughs) That sounds right. I like that. Holtzville, New York has the lowest zip code, 00501. Congrats. Ketchikan, Alaska... (laughs) Has the highest. It's 99950. Losers. And the world record for competing in the most Olympics is 10. Anybody care to guess what sport? Wait, say it again. The world record for competing in the most Olympics is 10. Not Olympic events. Okay. We're talking about different Olympics. Oh, it's got to be like speed walking or something. Uh, curling. Gym- gymnastics. Oh, curling. High bar. One. What is it? A Canadian named Ian Miller debuted in the equestrian event Ah. at the Summer Olympics in 1972. He competed every year until 2012, except 1980 when Canada boycotted. So he would have had 11. But he only won one medal. It was a silver in 2008 for team jumping. And those are your random facts. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, Len, what you got? 
Crap on Celebrities brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Guns N' Roses tour opening show in Abu Dhabi was the first concert this year. Marked the number of songs that they played uh, that have not been played in decades. For instance, and I have a list. From Use Your Illusion 1's Bad Obsession, they haven't played that since 1993. From Use Your Illusion 2, Pretty Tied Up, they haven't played that since 1992. One of their oldest tunes from Appetite, Anything Goes, they have not played that since 1988. And they also brought back three songs that um, they played this century, but not in this decade, uh, including the Spaghetti Incidents, UK Subs cover of Down on the Farm, and also Rose Tattoos, Nice Boys, as well as uh, their version of My Michelle. So this tour that is coming through, uh, they'll be here September 9th, I believe. This is going to be a kick-ass Yeah, this is this Guns N' Roses you're talking about? Yep. Um, so uh, St. Louis's own Richard Fortas, who plays guitar yes. for them. Uh, he actually had posted. I think this was. I think this was. Well, when was the first show? It was uh, this past Thursday. Thursday. Okay. So I think he posted it on Friday or Saturday, and it was di- you know different things with his his rack, his his equipment, his amp, and his pedals and stuff. And he even said, "I did, I couldn't post this before because it would have given away some of the set list." Yeah. Which because I I hadn't seen this story I hadn't seen what their set list was and that they had played some things that they hadn't played in forever right. or had never played. That's so cool. Uh, but when I when I read that caption I was like oh they must be really like doing some kind of out of left field sort of stuff. Big very time. very cool. Can't wait to see them. Uh, that will be at Bush Stadium and we found out last week that the Pretenders will be uh, will be opening up for Guns N' Roses. You stoked on that? I seeing am. the Pretenders. I love. I, I've never seen. Chrissy Hind always wanted to. Uh, they just got inducted into the Rock Hall, or she performed at the Rock Hall. And we play a Pretender song in my band, and I just, I, I think she's got one of the best voices in rock and roll ever. So I'm excited to see it. What live. song? What songs do they sing? Hey, um, hey. Isn't that what? Turn out to look so sad. Isn't that the it? Pretenders. <laughs> Is that um, them? Dude, I remember that video was on all the time when I was a kid. Maybe I got the wrong band. Am I wrong? Brass and Pocket. Back on the Chain Gang. Back on the Chain Gang. Back on the Chain Gang. Yeah. I was yeah. all excited to walk 500 miles, but that's a different band. That's it. That's a, yeah, what band is that? That's the no, Proclaimers. 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 Yeah. I, thought, I seriously thought that was I, I was so excited. I'm like, dude, I can't wait to hear that song. And nope, it's like, well. <laughs> wait, so. What's I'll a, stand by you. That's it. I'll I knew that was a song. I'm like, I'm not crazy. Message of Love. What's that? Message in a love. Brass and Pocket. If you want it, to me, that is like quintessential great. pretenders. That's what that's uh, the Lane song Narrows? Yeah, we played that song. The, when I put in The Pretenders, the mm-hmm. first song that pops up video-wise is Message of Love. Oh. Hey, I'm not, the, I'm not saying I'm the biggest pretenders fan. I'm just saying Are you pretending? she's got one of those iconic voices in rock. I want to hear what this rock. is. Do we know this? To love each other. Oh, she plays guitar too. Take care of each other. Listen to that voice. Oh, no. She looks very uh Ramoni. She's got a clear voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's got a great voice, but her hairdo's the Ramones. Dude, right? on. I'll stand by you and tell me you don't remember this video from when you were a kid. I feel like it played on VH1 like every four videos because it was such an amazing song. I'll stand by you? Yeah. Isn't I'll the classic? Stand by yeah, that one. That one. Yep. That will never descend. Oh. For some reason, I thought it was older than that. Wait a second. Why? The video is like a movie. Yeah. Is it from a movie with Matthew Broderick? Ooh. What am I watching? Yeah, I don't know what you're watching. 
There's some medieval. There is a medieval movie with Matthew Broderick music video. playing under this. Even better. I'm gonna fast forward. There you go. The video is like her in a shirt with a star on it, singing to a guy who's real sad with long hair. Dang. Huh, that's enough of that. Uh, Lincoln Park's "Numb." Their music video just surpassed two billion plays on YouTube, so congratulations wow. to them. Holy smokes. Pantera's five classic studio albums are being reissued on vinyl picture discs. The complete studio albums, 1990 through 2000, is a limited edition box set due out on July 21st. The soundtrack for Air, have you guys watched Air yet? Yes. I've not seen it yet. It's awesome. It, it really was good. That's, that's good to hear. I, Tim doesn't want to see it. I, I'm like... Why wow. don't you want to... Has he got a thing against Ben Affleck? No. I, I You know, and he's a big basketball fan. I yeah, don't know. Has he got a thing against Michael Jordan? I don't know. Are we... Matt, a, I mean, we Matt, are a LeBron he's, he's household. He's like me. He's like me. He hates laces. He loves Velcro. You're a LeBron and... household. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the soundtrack for Air... Obviously, the movie about Michael Jordan's collaboration with Nike Air Jordan sneakers was released on CD on Friday with an Amazon-exclusive audio cassette edition to follow on June 23rd. And vinyl will be released for the soundtrack on September 15th. Um, among the 13 songs, you got The Clashes, Rock the Casbah, Money for Nothing from the Dire Straits, and Bruce Springsteen's yeah. Born in the USA. Yeah. Ed Sheeran is awesome. He served Philly cheesesteaks to fans in South Philadelphia on Saturday while he was in town for his mathematics tour. Fans immediately lined up at the SQ Phillips Steaks when Ed posted the address and said that the cheesesteaks were on him. Uh, he got a quick tutorial from the owners about how to make the perfect sandwich with slabs of melted cheese whiz before he took over as the cook. Um, and there's all sorts That's of awesome. fan photos of them posing with Ed Sheeran uh, serving Philly cheesesteaks, which I just think he seems incredible. like a nice man. You know what sucked yeah, is the owner of the Philly wagon sued him right after. Are you <laughs> serious? Yeah, for Lawsuit. taking his idea. Yeah, it's a bummer. No, of course I'm not serious. Didn't he just get out of court for like being sued? He did, yeah. Oh, man. Marvin Gaye or something right. like that? He had he won that. I can, I can only see half of your face, so I thought you were totally serious. Yeah, from the eyes up. He's lying with his eyes. Yeah. I think it's an Eagles song. I got to pop up. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, they postponed their June shows at the Hollywood Bowl uh, because of the writer's strike. Snoop's supposed to be in town later this summer, right, here in St. Louis, so I hope he doesn't uh, keep postponing shows. Was it just because it's in Hollywood? Could be. Huh. Um... Do we don't have any writers. In, I mean, that affects the entire country, though, right? Like the Writers Guild is for. It does, but I'm just wondering if they were doing something in solidarity. Yeah, in LA. like just to, yeah, take a stand because they're down the street, kind of from WGA. There, I don't know, but I, I want Snoop to come in town. So yeah, hope he comes. Uh, in movie news, Tom Cruise is losing his mind over the fact that Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One is coming out July 12th, and it's going to play in mostly IMAX theaters. However. Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer opens up on the 21st and it's playing in every IMAX theater. So Tom Cruise is being bumped out of the ones that he was supposed Dang. to be playing in uh, and he's not down with that. So Tom Cruise, according to a source, has been losing his mind, complaining loudly about it to Paramount executives. <laughs> he's like, what is this thing called competition? Yeah. Right. He says, uh, or the source says, Tom is furiously showing up to uh, the film executives in an effort to convince them to switch their plans. Can you imagine little Tom Cruise coming up to you? Going yes, ahead, you will delay this movie. <laughs> yeah. You, I can, I can, I, I feel like he's a pointer. 
Right. The you chest, does he bump the chest with his finger? <laughs> I don't know. But Why does he want it delayed? He bossed me around. No, he, he's he's realizing that Oppenheimer is going to be opened up on July 21st to all IMAX theaters, and the new Mission Impossible, which comes out on July 12th, is only going to be at select IMAX theaters. I'd rather see so, Oppenheimer. But right. I will say, I was late to the game. Uh, I know there's like 15 of those Mission Impossible yeah. movies. We watched the first couple. My, my, my wife is like super, super into uh, uh, the Born Identity movies and mm-hmm. that kind of feel. So we gave them a try. Those movies are great. Dude, they're really? awesome. They really are good. So I'm sure it's going to be awesome and IMAX worthy. But Christopher Nolan was born for the IMAX. Yeah. Or the um, what, what are we talking about? Any IMAX concerns show? about the Oppenheimer movie, Scott? What's that? Any concerns about the Oppenheimer movie? Mm. Was that, what am I missing? I'm trying to set the table that it might bomb. I thought maybe you oh, would. Oh, oh my dang on, man. I was Sorry. To set the table, baby. Can't believe I missed that. Yeah. We are nah. all excited and on board on the new Beetlejuice sequel. Hell yeah. It's, it's maybe the most anticipated sequel of all time. And Michael Keaton says it is being made very similarly to the original by incorporating practical effects and handmade props. So Great. this is going to be really cool. Sweet. He also says that production is underway in London. And Michael Keaton talked about, uh, you know, stepping back into one of his most iconic screen roles. He says that the Beetlejuice sequel has been secretly in the works for years, and we can't wait for it to come out September of next year. That's actually really good news. Yeah. My biggest concern, this is with Star Wars, anything that gets an update that came out back then is like, will they go full CGI and lose the the kitschy cool thing about it which was like a lot of the practical effects so that's awesome that yeah. they're going to do a blend well especially since uh, tim burton did that already with uh, willy wonka where yeah. there was a lot of cgi in that i think it took away from yeah. the handmade effects from the original and so I, th- I think he learned from that experience and he knows like with beetlejuice too this is one of those again dark just beloved movies from our generation that we do want to see those handmade effects back. Because that's what made Beetlejuice so cool back in the day. Yeah. The surprise of all of it is that Burton is greenlighting this at all. Right. I mean, that is that is the surprise. Is I mean, there's so much risk. Like you said, there's just so much risk. Because Beetlejuice, if you watch it today for the first time, I don't know how it would hold up for you, but I bet you it would more than any other movie from that year. Mm. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I, I showed the kids. We, we, we had it as a family movie night not too long ago. And I, the whole time I was like, holy crap, this movie is so awesome. It's so awesome still. Hocus Pocus 3 is in the works. Disney has plans for that film. Uh, and I guess the 2022 sequel had an open ending to bring the Sanderson sisters back after uh, I won't ruin it. I'm not going to say anything. But apparently the 2022 film left it open-ended that a third could happen. So if you loved that, there's a Hocus Pocus 3 on the way. You mean when The Rock showed up? That's exactly right. The yeah. Rock is in Hocus Pocus. And the Salem trial, the Salem that trial crazy, begins. Dude. That's the second time you've blown a rock. I'm ruining everybody's life. He pots and somebody, you know, can you smell what's cooking or something? Yeah. <laughs> and finally, a congratulations to Jonah Hill, who just became a father. He and his girlfriend, oh, nice. Olivia Miller, she's a rep for him, uh, confirmed to People Magazine um, after he was visibly absent from his sister's wedding back in May. And uh, it's his first child, so congratulations to Jonah Hill. And that's nice. your crap on celebrities. Your crappy celebrity birthdays today, Sophie Lowe, that's Alice on Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and Lena on A&E's The Return. Sophie Lowe is 33. Amanda Crew, that's Monica on HBO's Silicon Valley. Did you ever, you guys ever watch Silicon Valley? Oh, yeah. yeah. You would love that show. Would I? It is hysterical. It's great. great it show. is so well done. Amanda Crew is 37. Mike Fisher, that's Carrie Underwood's hockey husband, is 53. Pete Wentz, Fallout Boys bass player, is 44. Nick Kroll. 
star of the Netflix adult animation sitcom Big Mouth. Nick is 50, I'm sorry, 45. Mark Wahlberg, highest paid actor in 2017. He earned $68 million that year. Not bad. Marky Mark, the star of Daddy's Home, uh, Daddy's Home 2, Transformers The Last Night, All the Money in the World, and the Funky Bunch Jam, I Need Money. Mark Wahlberg is 52. Brian McKnight, R&B superstar, is 54. Ron Livingston, <laughs> he is in... Two cult classics, Office Space and Swingers. He's also in Band of Brothers. Yeah. Which is complete departure from uh, Office Space. Ron Livingston is 56. He really is good. Dude, he crushed that role. Jeff Garland, the dad on the Goldbergs, is 61. Kenny G. Kenny G. The G stands for Gorlick, not gorgeous. That's Warren G's brother. (laughs) Warren G's brother, Kenny. Is 67. Susie Orman, financial advisor and host on This Susie Orman Show, is 72. And Freddie Stone, that is Sly and the Family Stone guitar player, Freddie Stone, is 76. Sibling to Rowling. <laughs> Rowling's brother? Mm-hmm. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Buck Angel. Today, today's birthday boy has been in 35 fine films. 35 fine films, including Adventures of Buck Naked 1, Adventures of Buck Naked Two. Wow, that's creative. Bucks more bang for your buck. <laughs> buck off. Uh-huh. Buck stops here. V is for. <laughs> no, that's not it. No, that's not it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> he's got he's got these marks so wrong. V is for. Vagina. Softer side uh, scene four, and who can forget his unforgettable role in 2007's Buckback Mountain? Buck <laughs> Angel is 61 years old. He didn't get started until he was 40 something. That's your porno birthday. Your crap. It's never too late. That's right. Your, your crappy birthdays, and that is your crap on celebrities. Before we hit the break, I got to tell you about this uh, this new thing that I've seen. It's called Gooch Grease, and okay. you made me think of it, and I had to grab this, uh, Rafe, because you were talking about, you You know, you had the Rafe uniform on, big, thick jeans. Thickies. Work boots, uh, your black T-shirt, and you were sweating it out, swinging bats for three minutes in 94-degree heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may not know what this term is. The term is gooch grease, and it's trending online right now, and it happened this weekend after a local news station in Houston did a seven-minute segment on it. So what do you think it is? It is described as the culmination of lint, sweat, and, quote, other stuff. It's hanging out around a guy's nether region at any given time. Gooch grease. Makes sense. (laughs) It's Fomunda cheese or whatever. The term might be new, but it's basically just, uh, it's it's just. This is a swamp ass alert. It's described as a swampy situation. Uh, It's something that plenty of men and women have dealt with, especially in the summer months. Basically just talking about swamp ass, but now they're calling it gooch grease. Hmm. Uh, It's when you can't seem to keep things dry down there. Uh, (laughs) But if it's just sweat, that's one thing. This is probably a hygiene issue. Uh-huh. Uh, the one last it's the rebranding. Basically. Yeah, it's a rebranding of swamp ass. Yeah. Uh, one last detail is the big reason that it's going viral. Desperate men who don't want to ruin their underwear have supposedly starting wearing, started wearing maxi pads. Oh, wow. Huh. So there are men really? wearing maxi pads to keep their gooch grease in check. Why not just some powder? You know what? Yeah, it's about powder time. Powder a good thing. Like, it's about time what? Dudes understand what a maxi pad feels like. You know? Because, like, let me say this. It feels tight down there, awesome. and it's like you got a whole nother layer, just a thick layer of uh, fabric just holding you together. Mm-hmm. And it's Protection. uncomfortable. You feel it is uncomfortable? pent up. Yeah, so is it yeah. a good thing or a bad thing? It's I can't, a bad thing. I, I can't, your oh. review is... Like, women mostly would... Like, and ladies, please tweet at me, Learn versus Radio, if I'm wrong, but, like, 
my consensus is like you want to get out of that pad phase as fast as you possibly can onto the other phases of things that you can keep dry with. Like right? diapers? Yeah, exactly. Diapies. So I'm just saying it's about time. I hope I, I wish oh. you guys good luck with your gooch grease and your maxi Thank pads. you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I feel much. like it'll make you confident. You're like, it's hydromatic. <laughs> it's aromatic. <laughs> Why, it's gooch grease lightning. Go gooch lightning. You're tearing up my underwear. Go keep sweating. Go grease lightning. It's really getting hot down there. I got to keep on sweating. I wish you luck with your gooch grease, she says. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Oh, my gosh, that's ridiculous. Uh, we'll, we'll get to some Riz news and some sexy time fun facts later. I should have saved that for sexy time. Didn't realize it was going to be so uh, so special. It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basementy experts at Woods Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Hi, this is Brandon Saad, and you're listening to The Riz Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. It is the Rizzuto Show. You can always get a hold of us, 314-624-3833. Tune in to the YouTube Michelob Ultra Studio Cams and uh, watch us. It's all of us except for except for Riz. It's no big deal. Email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Follow us on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. We will get to three and five later. We do have some tickets to give away to uh, uh, St. Louis Music Park Show, the, fame, the Flaming Lips. Coming up, we have the uh, Three Days Grace and Chevelle tickets to give out. We have Fall Out Boy tickets to give out. 
And we also have Modest Yahoo plus G-Love and the special Sweet. sauce. Whoa. Uh, coming up That's at huge. the factory. G-Love, dude. So Dang. We, we That'll got, be a good night. We got some tickets to give out, man. It's going to be it's wow. going to be great. We'll do three and five and sexy time fun facts in just a little bit. But up first, it's some news. Some news. News is brought to you by Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning, more reliable than your news source. Uh, I'm going to start with this one because it is making its rounds all over the place. I don't know if you guys have seen the emails, seen the tweets. We've been uh, we've been tagged a lot in this uh, senior prank, the over-the-top senior prank. Oh God! Of the year seems to be the one that's hitting the news. It's kids in Maryland. They put their high school up for sale on Zillow. You heard about that one. Yep. But did you hear about the ones where uh, an entire class of high school seniors in Delaware pranked their principal by sneaking into her house yes. in the middle of the night oh. yes. and Sleep sleeping on, on the gosh. floor? <laughs> they had a sleepover at the principal's house without telling her. As dumb and dangerous as that sounds, nothing bad happened. The principal actually handled it pretty well. Her name is Joy McGrath. <laughs> uh, she's the head of a private Christian school about 30 miles outside of Wilmington. They sneaked in at 1 a.m. with blankets and pillows. Basically had a giant sleepover on the first floor of her house. She did not find them until 6 (laughs) a.m. That is pretty awesome. She walks down to make coffee, thankfully wearing clothes. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because, you know, I I imagine most principals are, you know, they're they're in birthday suits when they're sleeping. But no, she was wearing clothes, went down to get... um, you think that's a principal thing? Get coffee. Yeah, <laughs> They're always naked. Right. Oh, principals are always, always naked. naked. Yeah, yeah. They just shed the suit as soon as they hit hit the uh, hit the house. She was in a robe and yellow Crocs, and uh, <laughs> when she opened the door to her kitchen, that's embarrassing. The whole place was filled, and I mean filled with kids. <laughs> According to this video, the entire senior class was in on it. It's a small school, uh, but that's like sixty or seventy kids. I mean, How her fun, husband though. had to have been involved somehow. Yeah, or, you know what I'm saying. Her spouse had to have been involved somehow. I would hope so, because man, you hear about people, you know, thinking there's an intruder and getting weapons and, and whatever. I mean, right. can you imagine? There had to. Can you imagine going downstairs and there's sixty people in your house at six a.m.? How did they say? How <laughs> the did they video say so is quiet? amazing. The video is ridiculous. We'll post it up on the socials. All right, yeah, the video is awesome. She. Is opening a door like normal to her kitchen yeah. and sees all those people and instantly shuts it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm being robbed by a mob. Oh my gosh, she must be a really awesome principal. Yeah, she has to like be. where they're just that close with her. That's really cool. Well, didn't she call them something? She's like, "Oh, hey, honey bunnies," or something like that. Like uh, when she finally realized what was going on. Yeah, she freaked out for a second, then she opened the door, immediately shut it again. Uh, <laughs> she poked her head through and had fun with it. Instead of getting mad, she called it "quote the most beautiful sight." She could imagine. (laughs) She's a great lady, man. She was mostly just amazed that they managed to sneak in without waking her up. And that's like what you were saying. Like, how do you get 60 kids, high school kids, to be quiet? Their phones are going off. Like, Uh you know, I'm just impressed with the kids being quiet. Yeah. That's wonderful. It is wild. Speaking of kids being quiet, Disneyland's Splash Mountain closed for good. What? Uh, But not before it gave one last person a full-blown panic attack. If you hadn't heard, Disney announced that they were closing... uh, the ride, Splash Mountain, um, over 2020, over issues of racism. It was based on the 1946 movie Song of the South. Even Disney CEO Bob Iger called it not appropriate for today's world. The one at Disney World closed back in January, and the original ride at Disneyland closed this past Wednesday, 34 years after it opened in 1989. They're renovating both rides and opening a similar one next year called Tiana's Bayou Adventure. 
It's based on the Princess and the Frog. The original ride isn't totally dead yet, uh, but you have to go to Japan to ride it. And there's one still operating at Tokyo Disneyland. Anyway, back to the panic attacks. Somebody posted a video this week of a girl at Disneyland hopping off the ride while it was still in motion. Oh, my gosh. Dang. We're guessing she was nervous about the big 50-foot drop at the end. Luckily, she's fine. But word to the wise, please wait until the vehicle comes to a complete right. stop and the seat, the lap belts are released or yeah. whatever the heck, man. Dude, when you're having a panic attack, though, like, I mean, you're not of your body anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, you start to kind of go... Like, I, that's something that I have talked with my therapist about at length. I have traffic panic attacks. Like, can have them. Like, if I'm, I'm in a standstill, can't get out. And uh, I always have really? thought, oh, yeah. Like, and I haven't had one ever where I actually have to get out of the car and go. But there's, like, this deep fear that I have if I start having a panic attack in my car that I'm going to evacuate my car and just take off for the woods and just run. To which my therapist is like... You can do that. That's totally fine to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, therapist you know, is like, cha-ching. Cha-ching. I know. <laughs> For real. She so is. So is it enclosed spaces? Is it is it like a you're like you're when you're boxed in? Or no, is no, no. It it's just pedestrians, like. Pedestrians, bicycles? What, what, it's like, if what? I'm in a group. Like, it's literally, it's just traffic. So, like, if I, let's say, you know, Highway 40, I'm stuck in traffic. I've been in traffic jams in my life. It happens. For some reason, it happened over, like, the pandemic. I just started getting real weird about it. And I, so I have to be, like, in the right lane. So in the event that I need to evacuate the vehicle, I can just pull over and mm. just t gun it for, like, just leave. Right. You know? It's just about getting away and getting out of the situation. Mm. So I understand this person on Splash Mountain, like, needing to get off the log. Totally understandable right, right, in right. my brain. <laughs> I feel bad that she had to do that, or whoever had to do that. Um, but is, it, is it okay if I ask, like, what what is the... What is there is is there like a trigger? Is, is there like a thing that you're worried about um, in in the traffic? Like when you're stopped? Yeah, there is. Like, and we've talked about this on the air. Like, I feel like the needs. Like, if I can't get out of that traffic jam, like my bowels are gonna go, and I don't have anywhere oh, to do that. At. Okay. So I have to be able to like get out of my car, get away from public. Nobody can see me. Like, get as far into the woods, get eaten by a bear as I can hmm. to deal with myself. Then you have lost in the woods anxiety. Then I got lost then you in the woods back anxiety. Then I got to go back to the car. And now I'm constipated. Yeah. Which is the fear My car of is full of Pepto-Bismol, by the way. Back to you. Uh, well, it's, it's it's interesting you brought this up because um, there's a, a, a whole story here. It says, it can be difficult to drive in areas where there are pedestrians, bicyclists, children, and animals. It's even worse when people have their phones out. Mm. Mm. I got a feeling that if you're in traffic and you're kind of freaking out and you're looking around and people aren't moving because they're on their phones, it's right. probably a pretty big trigger. Uh, a lot of if uh, uh, you know a, a lot of us are distracted drivers and a lot is made of distracted drivers being on their phone but the city of Mulberry Florida is putting up dozens of signs warning drivers of smartphone zombies <laughs> or pedestrians who are so engrossed in their phones that they're not paying attention to what vehicles around them are doing so they're worried that people are getting hit right a city official says that he got the idea from a meme, but he thinks it's important, especially in areas around schools and libraries where kids are often walking around on their phones and sometimes also wearing headphones. And this is one of the big things that I've been talking to the kids about. If you're going on a bike ride, if you're going on w w whatever, you've got to look out for, A, cars, you know, drivers on their phone, especially mm -hmm. when right. it's like a slower neighborhood, you know, and that's, that's I guess, when people think it's a bit more safe to, to pull out their phone. But I'm also telling them, like, guys, you're walking with your friends, you're hanging out. Don't be looking at your phones walking yeah. in a street. Right? Yeah, and if you're wearing anything in your ears, make sure it's only one. You got to be able to hear things. So pay attention if you see if you're driving, and you're uh, you see someone with two headphones in, they're in La La Land. They're right. not paying attention to anything, 
And also, I've always heard you look at the tires of the car. What do you mean? Well, if the because it'll aim like the tires will tell you where the car is going to go, and you don't walk in front of it, you know, like I don't know, you could tell if it's going to turn oh, well, towards well, where you're going. The tires instead of the car. Yeah, so keep your eyes on the tire because the people in the car. Are most likely morons are not paying attention to anything. Mm. That earbud, AirPod thing, I've told you this, I've said this story m- many times, never gave it a thought until a friend of mine was hiking at Griffith Park in L.A. and was attacked by a mountain lion. And he said that had he had both earbuds in, the thing would have killed him. But he only had one in, and at the last second he heard some, just like a twig snap or something happened, and he turned, and as he turned, this mountain lion was jumping and barely missed his neck and f- fell over right right, right past him. He was able to pick up a rock, throw it at him. It ended up being some, you know, sickly animal, which is probably why it was attacking him. But it's a mountain lion. He'd have lost the fight. <laughs> Dude. People are getting mauled left and right. I know this is how I go. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Real. Great. Back into traffic. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I'm just saying, like, I never thought about the safety issues of not of, of being completely enclosed and, and you know, not yeah. having sound, uh, outside sound available to me. But I'm constantly telling the kids, man, don't don't be walking around with, with two ears in. You're I, never going to hear yeah. a car screech into a halt or something. I hate to break into our news right now, but I need to update. Uh, Anthony Stalter is saying that the Riz Show won in social media posts and excuses, but uh, that ESPN won the actual home run derby. Just want to throw that back into yeah. they the They won their half. The derby's not over. Yeah. Derby's not over, so back to you. I'm sorry. Derby. Is. They said Polo's getting in on the smack talk, too, so just remember that when he comes back down here. Mm. Uh, for this show? For, for who? Yeah, who's he? For ESPN. He's on there right now. What? what? He's on there right now. Lock the door. Somebody Don't let said him in here. Polo is getting in on the smack talk with the ESPN boys right now. Well, he and Polo was upset come with on. us because we didn't invite him to the Derby. Even, even though, though he, he was in California. He was in California. <laughs> even though he couldn't make it because he's in Santa Barbara. Thanks, Polo. Thanks, anyway, Back to you. Sorry about that. That's <laughs> all good. Uh, some people love Amazon. Some people hate Amazon. I, for for one, just signed up for uh, Amazon Music for the first time ever because our boy Garth Brooks is only available yep. on, on Amazon. Amazon. Man, I wish I had the kind of money. So obnoxious. I always thought about that with him, dude. Like, when you got enough money to tell Spotify, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, YouTube, you don't need the plays. No. You don't need the spins, dude. Not just Spotify. He's right. YouTube, Apple, Apple. I can't, Apple, I can't find a man's I know, music everything. anywhere. But it's you know crazy. what? People that do this, I, I, I don't like it. CDs at Walmart. Because, like, People you're not really thinking about the fans. Like, if you're thinking about the fans and you're saying, hey, my music is available on every platform that you can get it on. When people start streamlining, like, no, I'm just going to be on Amazon Prime or I'm just going to be on Spotify, you are literally making the fans go through one more hoop to enjoy your product. I disagree there. It's not you're he's not making the fans do that. He's he's keeping control of what he owns and and saying, "No, I'm not going to have a completely reduced rate. I'm not going to give you a sale Spotify because of the structure that you've set up and forced down all the consumers." He's keeping control of what he deserves to control. So it's totally so you're in, saying in his right. Amazon Prime is paying Garth more well, it, yes. track, yeah, they signed a big contract. 100%. 100%. Yeah, they signed a good contract. I would not be on Spotify if I didn't absolutely have to. Be, have to. And to go out there and educate the entire consumer world about why this is not good for the artists, is I, w- I could do that till I'm blue in the face. It's not going to do anything. I can't sit here and educate people on why they shouldn't listen to my stuff there and they should do it somewhere else. Let me ask you this. But like, I mean, think of what Taylor Swift did. No, I know. I, I mean, come on, man. The manipulation the day, CDs, there is absurd. Though. Back in CDs, though, you could buy a Garth Brooks CD... In 19, 
98 mm-hmm. at Walmart for a reduced price, but you could, you know, and if you went to an actual record store to get it, it would be $20 or whatever. Yeah, but that was also f- through, like, a, from what I understand, like a deal that he did with Walmart. So it's probably not taking anything off the back end of his. Yeah, because he's always kind of done that. Like, I remember he signed an exclusive deal with Walmart for a long time, and it came out that deluxe box set, which I bought because it was only 30 bucks and it had, like, two or three CDs in it. But, uh, yeah, he did this huge contract with them, but then Amazon came out and... All of a sudden, he did an exclusive with them. So he's done that forever. He's controlled it for ages. I have Apple Music, and I love Dak Shepard's podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Armchair Expert. And um, whenever he went to a deal for Spotify where you could only get his po- and for free, you know, I, for a year, I was like, I'm not getting Spotify. I have right, Apple yeah. Music. I'm whatever. And then finally, I was like, I guess I'll download th- this damn Spotify just for the podcast. So I don't yeah. pay for it. But, I mean, I'm just, as a consumer, as a fan, you know, it's kind of a slap in my face. I'm just saying that. I know you're coming from a Yeah, but it's not Garth slapping you. It's Spotify slapping you. No, I know. Or, or, or it's the, the, it's, whole game it's the is business. Slapping us. Yeah, it's the right. industry slapping you. It's definitely not the artist. The artist is just trying to protect their art. Uh, real, real quick, though, back, back to this Amazon thing. Half the country is paying $140 a year mm-hmm. to, for, for two-day shipping, plus prime video, prime reading, prime music, and prime gaming. Next up. Yeah, I heard this. Prime, prime rib. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Finally, and five bucks to just Woo, get ribs at the door. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> now, me up, King Cut Prime cell phone service. Oh, oh boy, it's incredible. Word has it that Prime, Amazon Prime could eventually include cheap or free cell, free cell phone service. That's free after you shell out the pricey membership for you know for everything else. Uh, Bloomberg claims that Amazon has been talking to T-Mobile and AT&T about working together on a new offering which could cost Amazon subscribers $10 or less a month. That would probably be a basic no-frills plan, uh, but it could include enhancements like 5G. Officially, T-Mobile and AT&T are denying this rumor. There's no comment from Amazon, but that is... How would that be beneficial for either one of those companies? Uh, I guess because their their cloud is probably all stored on Amazon already. You're going to cling in with the... uh, you know, you you you, you arm in arm with the with big the, dog, with the king. They're doing it already with so many. Like, yeah, they're li- definitely lying because <laughs> I got Netflix. T-Mobile kicks in on my Netflix now, and my uh, Apple TV was. Fr- I mean, they're already doing it with streamers. Yeah. Like, oh. why wouldn't oh, they okay. get it? Pardon why me. wouldn't they get in bed with the biggest, the biggest swinging? Man. And congrats to Amazon you know for they don't have to put any money up to build all these towers no. and. And they get to just hop in there right at the top. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Well, Amazon is also going to pay more than $30 million to settle two FTC lawsuits that claim the company's Ring doorbell cameras and Alexa voice assistant violated users' privacy. Mm. See, and uh, by the way, these two two stories, back to back. You know which one's going to be clicked on more? Cell phones, right. sweet free Cheap cell phones. Free, free <laughs> is always the best. That doesn't mean you're giving anything away. Uh, the FTC yeah. claimed that Amazon kept voice recordings and location information without users' consent. The company allegedly ignored user requests to have personal data deleted too. The FTC said that Amazon's lax policies on data left the Ring doorbell camera camera easily accessible to hackers. Hmm. The complaint also revealed that a Ring employee viewed thousands of videos recordings, uh, video recordings from at least 81 women users between June and August 2017. Oh, no. but guys, this was tw- this on, is 2017. Man. You know where those cameras have gone now? Like, they're they're 50 times right. yeah. better and easier to look at and all that. Uh, view- viewer cameras 
Uh, Users had assigned to bathrooms and bedrooms. They were being watched by these employees. An additional, I'm sorry, an initial misconduct report by a fellow employee was not taken seriously. Quote. (laughs) Dang. Uh, Amazon has agreed to pay for a new ring security program. That's a, yeah. Now, now everything's fine. Yep. Great. And uh, you know, make sure that you'll have that nice, secure new thing, and then also your phone calls will be nice and secure with Amazon. Everything's secure. <laughs> so uh, it's m- all safe. M- remember when we were kids and adults used to tell us not to swallow gum, right? Because what? It gets stuck in your belly, and never disappears. That's right. It was going to be there for seven years. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might take you seven years to seven digest. Seven years it. is always the number. Right. So, and, and, you know, then I you're got told. about four packs of big league chews. <laughs> right that was the easiest gum to swallow, dude. Well, if you didn't swallow big league chew, you have the most impulse control of any human being alive. <laughs> yeah, especially the way it was all shredded. Mm-hmm. It just, shredded, it and it was felt so like soft. It dissolves yeah, so fast. So and soft. It was strange. Soft. Didn't you bring some Big League Chew to the game? I did, and somebody stole it from my locker. I think oh, it was what? No. <laughs> what? No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I don't know it's somewhere. I, it, it was Stalter. Right I Probably think it was Stalter. Well, we did have some things going missing. Yeah, yeah, there was. Someone took my hat. Yeah, my hat disappeared. Someone did go. My stuff was in a different spot, too. Someone did go into the locker room. Just we ran the place. You're kidding. Nothing, of, nothing that I was, like, I check my upset, too upset yeah. about. But I need to check to make sure my batting gloves are still in my briefcase. They better Weird. not have stole those. Oh my gosh! Shout out to Rafe for getting us all yes. team gloves that were incredible. Yeah, yeah how much we need to? And I need to pay you. How much we got to owe you for that? Don't owe me nothing. Um, well, okay, so the, the gum thing not true. Your body Thank will you. pass the gum within two days, but that's two days. Not, yep, two. Where days. did Grandma get seven days? Well, no, seven years is what <laughs> we were told. Seven years. I'm sorry. It used to be better quality gum. But listen, that does not mean it's okay to swallow it. Uh. Gum cannot be digested, so it comes out whole. And if you swallow a few pieces, it really could cause digestive problems. Gum, yep. So it is not, yeah, it is not a good idea. A five-year-old boy recently swallowed 40 pieces of gum in one day. Oh. And it obstructed his GI tract, causing uh. a major, major stomachache. He was huge huge there's a bubble. Yeah. He was, <laughs> rushed, to the, <laughs> he was rushed to the ER. When it popped. Woo! Scans show the problem good. was a huge mass. It had become a mass of gum in his stomach. Mm. Doctors removed the gum by replacing uh, by placing a metal tube down his throat oh. and using a tool to grab the buildup and bring oh, it back wow. up. Oh Didn't my think god! It was gonna go that way. Kid had a major, major sore throat afterwards, uh, but that's nothing compared to having forty pieces of gum clogging his pipes for seven years. What kind of gum? You know, it doesn't say that. I actually looked and uh, wouldn't say it. What kind of gum would be the worst for them to pull back up? Like to me, Bazooka like Joe, big that, red. That was the hardest oh, gum in the world. Burn coming back up. Oh, that's you know? a good point. Yeah, that. But he's right. That bazooka stuff. Remember that was just rocks. Dude, and yeah. you try. It takes like twenty minutes to get it even yeah, close to dude. being able to bite down. Right. That stuff was like plastic explosives. They like made it C4. twenty years. You were basically chewing C four and yes. swallowing. <laughs> and they made it twenty years ago, so that way it's nice and stale. Right. You were basically chewing C4. Pretty much. Oh, man. Yeah. You put a then, detonator on Bazooka Joe, dude, you could take out a half a village. And then any 80s kid wants to talk about Fruit Stripe, too, and how oh, yeah, awesome fruit it stripe. was for 55 seconds. Right. And but it had that metal container. It was awesome. Uh, it, it did. It had, like, it had like a Band-Aid yeah, container. It was sweet. Quick disclaimer so we don't get sued. Uh, the prank from the beginning of the news, the principal's son was in the senior class and let everybody in. Oh. Oh. So there was an inside okay. job. So 
Don't break into your principal's house and yeah, then blame the Rizzuto no. show, don't. please. No. no, no, no. I was just say there's something special here where they have a really strong connection with this lady. Like that's Heavy. the only reason. Yeah, it can work. that's what I was like. Man, that's my yeah. guess is she probably knew. Yeah, her son's probably like, hey, sense. we're doing this prank. Just act surprised. Come Wear down. Your clothes, put mom. your clothes on, mom. At six a.m. <laughs> don't come downstairs. Put your pants on. By the Finally. way, that is my that is my uh, uh, my go to when I walk into my parents' house. Anytime I walk in, I just put scream. Your put on. your pants on. Put put your pants on. The rule of thumb to always follow is just don't do what King Scott would do. Just don't do anything he would do. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I don't even want to tell you about his senior prank. I want to know. No, you don't. Mm-mm. We can't share it on the on the air. It's dangerous. It's good radio. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center. St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976. And the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, this is Whitney Cummings, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I love you. It is the Rizzuto Show. We are live on the Michelob Ultra Studio cams. It is the Riz Show. 314-624-3833 is where you can get a hold of us. Uh, you can also email us at rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. We're going to get to 3 and 5 in just a bit. we got some sweet tickets to give out. Uh, you are listening to us at the Sailor Jerry Spiced Rum Studios. Taste kicked up a notch with Sailor Jerry. Um, let's just get straight into this. <laughs> They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time fun facts. That's right. Sexy time fun facts brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. We were talking about uh, a guy who participated in 10 Olympics. He set the record for being in 10 Olympics. Would have been 11, uh, but Canada boycotted one, so... 10 Olympics, and uh, in a recent poll, 25% of Americans said that they're not a fan of sports in general. Hello, my people. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that would speak your language there. Uh, But it probably depends on how you define sports. Right. Sweden. Sweden has become the first country to register sex as a sport. Okay, I'm a fan. (laughs) Uh, Later this week, they're going to host the first ever European Sex Championship. Try to follow along. 
This it is, is, this it is like a speed round. Is, what? Right. What are the stipulations? <laughs> I, I finally, I, I can finally, yeah, finally, you can achieve your dream of being a pro athlete. You can compete. Yeah. <laughs> you're have, everyone else finishes. You're already halfway through a cigarette, yeah. getting a gold medal. What's that dude? That's that snowboarder's name. Oh, Sean, Sean White. You're the Sean White yeah. of speed sex. The redhead of the bed. Right. Yep. You got the cool hair. Now, listen, it is a lot more structured than you think. The championship <laughs> is being organized by the Swedish Sex Federation. And it is open to anybody from any European country. All right. This year's competitors have already been chosen. 20 representatives from different European countries will take part. The championship lasts a few weeks. <laughs> the daily competitions last for six hours. Damn. Each individual participant will engage for up to one hour daily, depending on, well, you know, if you can, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh. According to the organizer, the focus of sex as a sport is on maximizing pleasure, so the more the pleasure the partner experiences, the more points you get. This is amazing. Yeah. Participants will be judged on... Subjective at all. Creativity. Okay. Strong emotions. Oh. Imagination. All right. Physical fitness. Yeah. Endurance. And workability. Man. This is whoa, interesting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's dive into that last category. Workability. workability. How do you work it? That's it. I got my work boots on. I'm good. I got good workability. <laughs> yep. I guess you're more hireable if you can work different positions, mm. maybe? Dude. Also, I'm glad it is invested in, I just bought the entire catalog of Teddy Pendergrass, so I'm going to be rich. Yes, you are. The final scores will be determined by a panel of judges, as well as audience votes. Unclear how you can qualify to be in the audience. Uh, you know, just in case, Scott, you were wondering. Wants to yeah. go over there. Uh, challenges, quote, challenges, are grouped into 16 disciplines, including seduction. Nice. Massage. Uh -oh. um, you know, and uh, and full on. Creativity. Let me just pause on that for a second, because, like, I was talking to Tim yesterday, my husband, and I said, what if... You know how people, like, you go to these resorts when you go on your Mexican vacations, which are awesome, and you can uh, take part in these, like, um, silent discos where everybody's got headphones on? <laughs> oh, right, yeah. right, right, You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I was suggesting, maybe sometime in our future, that we do a silent disco of our own, but we have our earbuds in, and it could be listening to the same song or two different songs, and you make love with your headphones on. You know what I'm saying? So it's like full. It's just one of the senses is completely overtaken by mm. music. Right, 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 right. Like I'm trying to max out the senses. I'm not trying to be like perverted right now. This is like a real I know. fantasy Je cool Jeff thing that I'm talk, interested in. Jeff used to talk about this all the time. He had like specific songs. That mm -hmm. he was like, Did he? Man. What was, the, <laughs> yeah. what was the, the big one? Enigma. Yeah, Enigma. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that song? <laughs> oh, yes. It's like romantic. Like, it's, like, it's, it's like very. Uh, yeah, let's, let's try to find it. Tantric. Um, no, but has anybody ever done that? Like where you listen, you have your head for your earbuds I mean, in? If you're listening to the different song, turn into a Grateful Dead concert real quick. Cause there, we were talking about this. Like I'm going this weekend to Wrigley to right. see Dead & Co. I'm going Wednesday at Riverport to see Dead & Co. And I'm not, a, I'm, I don't hate them. Yeah. I'm not like a deadhead. Sure. But. 
Tina loves them, so we're going. And like every time I go to a concert, I feel like everybody's listening to a different song. <laughs> I think the, the appeal of Dead & Co. is that white people feel comfortable dancing. That's yeah. what I really think it is. Yeah. Because it's, it's so like true. one person's going super fast. There's like a chick with a hula hoop going kind of slow. And then there's one guy just like tweaking out by himself. I'm like, you're dancing at wildly different speeds. Right. All to the same song. So maybe you got to listen to the same song. Like that's what we sex would listen would to this song. Yeah. I think this was Jeff Swan's. Yeah, like, okay, imagine you and your your partner are listening to this song. You got it completely cranked up, all right? <laughs> because, you know, if you think about sex, like, it's all of the senses combined, right? Yeah. It's, it's your hearing, your seeing, your feeling, your smelling, your tasting. Like, it's, it is a complete overdrive of pleasure of all the senses. Yeah. And to me, I think, and maybe there's listeners who've song? done this. I don't, I don't have one yet. Like, I was thinking, um... Mm. I got to find one. But this is going to be something that happens in our, our future because I'm, like, very interested in, in having... Limp Biscuit, rolling. Yeah. Yeah. For real. You load <laughs> 16 tons and what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. That will not be a song. <laughs> great song. Great, great song. song to bang to. Dude, heck yeah. Any trucker hey, song. Peter, don't you call me because I can't go. Oh, oh my soul to the company store. Maybe you would score points, extra points with this. That's if what you I'm talking about. Because they're saying wow, wow, the, the, the wow, other wow, ones wow. are uh, pose performance. So you get graded on pose performance. Oh. Creativity mm. and position change. So that's like the acrobats, the swings and all that stuff. They're also going to be monitoring you. So increased blood pressure and heart rate during competition will be monitored. Wait, so is scored. it better to have a lot or just be like, yeah, that, I'm steady, know. man. My heart know. didn't change at all. I'm so confident. Yeah, because I mean... I probably got high blood pressure anyway. I'm coming in at an advantage. Yeah. They're also going to be judging the most beautiful and difficult pose. Hmm. Well. So, you know. Eye of the beholder. You want to get, you want to get clever. This is, this is your chance. All right, finally. You got some move that's just like, wow. Uh, any ladies out there think that they have perfect boobs? Wait, no. There, there's not a. <laughs> hold on. Hey. Everybody. I want to know if there's a category for laying there and taking it. You know. <laughs> why is everything? Got, why can't? Why can't that person get a medal? Right. Score for relaxing. That guy didn't move. That guy didn't move an inch. <laughs> didn't move an inch. Uh, well, get this, and I know that people are going to be fascinated by this. Researchers at New York University just did a big study to figure out what perfect boobs may look like. Meaning, they're all perfect. What the average person thinks is ideal. Yeah. If you ask men, it says they they asked over a thousand men and women. Dude, uh, they could have just listened to this show for the last twenty years or yeah. however long you guys did real or fake. They're all perfect. Yeah. I mean, but you guys have looked at breasts more than probably most people. We're doctors. You know what I'm saying? So you guys. I would mean, know. they're all perfect. The longer, the wonderful. better. We all know that. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. The, the, the longer the hang, the better. Uh -huh. So this is science. Get this. A, a thousand men and women were shown photos of 25 different sets of boobs and had to rate how attractive they were. Researchers took the five of the best ratings and combined them into one image to show what the perfect boobs supposedly look like. And not surprisingly, fairly perky, not huge. They were described as moderately sized. Hmm. Uh, the most interesting insight was being symmetrical did not actually matter that much. The perfect boobs are in complete image, or uh, uh, in their composite image, are slightly different sizes, and the right one hangs a little lower than the left. Huh. In other words, perfect boobs actually do have imperfections, so don't worry about anything. Whatever you're rocking, be proud. I just typed in perfect boobs, and it's a picture of Rafa Moon. I will say you that as a person burn. with breasts, Sick. like, <laughs> if you're going to talk about unattractive breasts, in my opinion, it's when you got, like, um, nipples down. You know what I'm saying? Like, where they're, like, droop boob. 
That to me would be the most untrue. And I've seen plenty of men soft with nipples. The droop no, I mean, yeah, soft. puffies. Yeah, big puffies. Yeah, big old puffies. The point down. Puffy oh. downs. Puffy yeah. downs. I, I just think that those would be the most unattractive kind. Well, and I'm judging. I guess I shouldn't judge. There's some. There's some. There's somebody out there. That likes them. That loves mm -hmm. them. Absolutely. Short, short. But I agree with you. There's probably lesser degrees of what you would want, you know. It's like you don't want, you know, you don't want your penis to be, have a 45 degree angle in it. But if it is, you got to go with what you're working with. That's you just exactly gotta, right. You're just going to have to have you sex around it. corner. You know what I mean? That's right. That's how it is. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. Just, I had something planned and I'm just, you derailed me that way. Um, so... In the mornings, we talk a lot about uh, separate beds. Uh, there's a lot of people on the row, you know, in, in, in morning shows, we're waking up 3, 4 a.m., mm -hmm. uh, sleeping in separate beds than your spouse. And apparently, that is making a comeback. And I think, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I think a lot of people didn't talk about this very open because I think a lot of people kind of felt weird about it being out in public that, that, that they're not sleeping with their spouse, right? Or mm -hmm. sleeping in the same bed with their spouse. Sure. Something a lot of couples did back in the 50s and 60s, and a new poll found that half of couples today are actually open to the idea if it helped them sleep better. Uh, if any of these things are an issue, it might help. 2,000 people named the most annoying things about sharing a bed with somebody, and here are the top five. I want you to give me yours. What's the most annoying thing? The snore. The snore. Snoring was not number one. Oh. Snoring was actually number four. Toots. Toots. Oh. Let's see. Is, are toots on the list? Toots are oh, not on the dang. list. Wow. That's amazing. How about their, if they want to watch TV and you don't want to? That is number three, All and right. that is my wife's only gripe, I hope, only gripe with right. me, is that I just, I, I know it's bad for me. I know I shouldn't be doing it, but just give me like four minutes. Yeah. Just, I, I, just, I just want to watch a little bit. I've always put the timer on it, and it never lasts because I always, I, I, I twitch and I jump, and I realize, oh, I already fell asleep, and the 45 seconds has elapsed. What am I doing? And I right. turn it off anyway. But she hates the fact that I even have a TV in it. Yeah, my wife, she does it discreetly. She watches on her phone, has her ears in, you know. And what's funny, though, is those always die around probably 2 in the morning or something. So then all of a sudden this super loud <laughs> music and talking comes on. And I'm just like, dude, I always wake up from it. <laughs> so you it's got really number great. four number three. What about lights on, like they want to read? Oh, uh, that is number five. Okay. Yes. Um... <laughs> uh, they don't shower before Sorry, they go to bed. Yeah, when they got the lights on while you're trying to sleep, really, though, this one could make the list um, at, at, at any point because if people are waking up earlier than somebody else and turning the light on, it's kind yeah. of, kind Snoring of wasn't on there, huh? No, snoring was number four. Oh, okay. How about night terrors? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I'm going to throw yeah. that as number two, uh, which is tossing and turning, which I guess could yeah. be. Okay, so you tell me what a night Restless terror is. Restless sleep. So my daughter used to have night terrors, and it was like um, she would she was screaming and doing all this stuff. This is yeah. when she was really young. Same. My and brother it, had it. And it turns out it was because she had, like, chronic strep throat, and we didn't know that she had strep oh. throat. So every time she would get sick or it would flare up a little bit, she would have these night terrors. And it was one of those things where, like, her eyes were open and glazed, but she wasn't awake. And But she looked Scary. like she was awake. So that is what I understand a night terror to be. But two nights ago, I woke up at, like, 1.30 uh, or, or 2. It was, like, right in the middle of the night. And, guys, I swear to goodness, I was like this. I had my head like that, and we have like this uh, like this backing, you know, behind our bed. I don't know what you call it. Headboard? Yeah, headboard, like a headboard thing, right? And it's got like uh, some space in between where you can kind of see, see the wall. Right. I looked over like this, and I saw a snake. There was a snake behind, behind there. 
<laughs> and I got, I got to get that out of there, right? Right. So I got out of bed <clears throat> and I ran over and I turned the light on. My wife goes, what are you doing? And I, and I apologized. I said, I'm sorry the light's on. There's a, and I, I really had to question, am I going to tell my wife there's a snake behind our bed? Was there really a snake? No, of course not. There was nothing. I, I don't know what I saw. Hypnagogic hallucination, dude. That's Whoa. what I have. I have no idea what this was. That it's a sleep disorder. I Welcome visually, to my sleep I disorder. I saw what a the heck and snake, guys. Say that name and, again. And I wasn't afraid of it. I just was like, I gotta get this out of here. Hypno it's a real thing. Look it up. Sleep disorder. Hypnagogic hallucination. I, it's what I have with spiders in the bed. Where I, I see it, it is there. I'm lights on. I'm looking around the bed. My spouse is like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> There's a spider in the bed. Okay, let's look for it. There's nothing. There was no wow. snake. But I had to look. So I got my light out. I'm looking under it. And I go, ah, babe, I, I, don't, I don't remember what I said. She'll have to tell you this. But I, I was like, babe, I'm sorry to tell you. I, 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 I swear to goodness, I saw a snake right here. Mm -hmm. And I needed to get it out. And she's like, there's no snake. And I was like, yeah, but if I think I saw one, aren't you happy that I at least got up and tried? Right. Mm. You were in between. You were half awake, half asleep. And that's why you're hallucinating. So... Obviously, the dreamscape was the snake. You're, it's not really there. That's the hallucination. It's right. But your eyes were open, so you're seeing real-time reality, what's going on, but your mind, your brain is overlapping Damn. reality with the hallucination from your dream. That snake was there, baby. So it's kind of like so, lucid so, dreaming. The light was on. What's that? I guess it's like lucid dreaming. Mixture. I don't know. But, it, but either way, why I bring it up is because she said, you're having a night terror. I was like, that's not a night terror. And she swears that that is something to do with a night terror. Probably. Usually you see things. My brother used to get up and, like, scream and be like, there's a man in the corner. He used to freak my parents out. He would be like, <laughs> get him, he's in the corner. And he's like, you grow out of it. Some people, some people have it their whole life. Well, apparently you develop it when you're 42. I have sleep paralysis, which is a different oh, thing. Yeah, that's it is, crazy. I've had that. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, It'll, that'll get you out of bed at night. Do you feel the demon? Everybody always says they feel like they I, feel well, like always, looking at I've them. I've seen that once. Yep. Yes, you you feel. I've gotten to the point that I've had it so much that I can talk myself down. Right. I wake up, my heart. I can see Tina, but I can't move. I'm like the Tin Man. You always think you're being awoken because someone's in the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you feel a presence. You feel like there's someone in there with you, and I'll be like, "I own me." <laughs> I'm like looking at <laughs> Tina, like, "I know." <laughs> and uh, you, I get. You used to fight it, and it would take forever. Like, just a wiggle of toe would take forever. And I would fight it and have, like, you start feeling, like, the reason you feel like there's a demon on your chest is you feel like something's in the room, your heart rate is up, but your breathing is still, you're breathing like you're sleeping. Right. So it feels like you're short of breath, and it feels like yeah. someone's pushing on your chest, and that's where that comes. They yeah. say a lot of alien abduction stories come from ah. sleep paralysis because, you know, they're always at the foot of your bed. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's like what happens is you go back to sleep, and then you dream the rest. Right. So you're but in this like you're in this terrified state, then you go back to sleep and start having nightmares. Whenever I've had those, I always I do the in the name of Jesus, you know, I'm trying to get that out and I can't get it out. It never I'm like in the, <laughs> and you just can't. So it's like standing there and I'm like, if I could only say that, then right. it'll be fine and I'll be out of this. Exercise the, myself. The one yeah. time yeah. The, the one time that I had that, I was screaming and I could even hear the screaming in my head. But you weren't. But I was gurgling. Yeah. I was going, Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's no, weird, dude. Body, what are you doing? You're offending like, me. It is weird. I turned into, I have my own inner Mike Matheny now. I'm like, kid, you know what this is, all right? Just chill out. There's Light not a, a demon in the room. Yeah, I knew what it was. Everything's fine. Just close your eyes and go back to sleep because you ain't getting out of this. And, yeah. and I've gotten to where now I just, I don't fight it anymore. I'm just like, you're having sleep paralysis. It's still terrifying, but I should be like, just go back to sleep because there's nothing you can do. Right. And then usually I'll come, then I'll wake up like half 
<laughs> like feeling yeah. like a newborn giraffe, and then if it, sometimes it'll keep happening to me over and over, and then I'm like, all right, I'm up. I'm just gonna get up and watch TV. Yeah, it's a wild. It's a wild yeah, thing. A I, I knew thing. it was happening because so that's been... a military thing. Someone told me. The uh, anthra we got the anthrax shot. They said that like a lot of people develop it after you get the anthrax. Interesting. Vaccine, which is a nice gooey butter cake they stick into your ass cheek. Yeah, with some sweet songs. Mm -hmm. uh, number one is uh, when they steal the covers. That was number uh, one. That's me. Really? Yeah. I'm an Man. offender. Ugh. That's more than snoring. That's more than snoring. Yeah. Yeah. 52 covers would be so easy. Well, get this. 52% of people say that they have slept with a blanket or a stuffed animal as a kid, and then 77% <clears throat> say that they still do. So 52%. Say that they had slept with a a blankie or a stuffed animal of some of some sort, and then seventy seven percent of that half of the population, or more than half, said that they still. Interesting. Sixty four percent of people said that they almost always shower before bed, and over half would be grossed out if the partner did not. When your partner is gone yeah. on a trip, do you still stay on the side of your bed? No, straight middle, spread out like a spider. <laughs> I'm just taking up the entire queen bed. Yep, I still sleep in my. We have a king size bed, and I sleep right on the edge in the same position every night, and it's ridiculous. Do you do it in hotels? Do you? We uh, both I travel switch a lot. Either side in hotel. Yeah. Do you catch yourself sleeping on the same side of the bed you do at home when you're in a hotel? Uh, absolutely not. Um, mm. You mean with um, when I'm by myself? By or yourself. Anyway? By myself, it's I. I don't know. It's probably randomized. I, I've actually. Not, I don't think I've ever paid attention. Uh, but when we are together, I'm always closest to the door. Yeah. Same. Just like a so way at home. Protective yeah. thing. See, no, I let I let her be to close to the door. I want to be safe so I can get away right. quicker. <laughs> That's what Tim said too. He goes, "You get you be closer to the door, well, so they do. take me out, and then he can defend my honor whenever they bust in." You know what I'm talking about? <clears throat> Wait, what? what? So they take you out? <laughs> they take what? you, and then I'm he's sorry, like, huh? "I tried my best." You're really gonna regret killing my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you now because now I have the motivation necessary. <laughs> Destroy you. I've got nothing to lose now. <laughs> uh, speed dating gets a bad rap with some singles claiming it doesn't let them really get to know the person. But let's be honest, for a first date, no one has time for that. According to new research, the average single person needs just 19 minutes to know if they want a second date. So speed dating is kind of, Actually, kind of the way to go. Nice. Uh, and it takes a bigger first impression to motivate people as they get older. 67% of Gen Zers say that they have high standards, but that jump, that number jumps to 77% for Gen X. Uh, so what are people looking at for, uh, or, or looking for in 19 minutes? 44% physical appearance is important. Right. 51% value good manners. 48% appreciate personality. And 47% want good conversational skills. It doesn't necessarily mean that physical appearance is less important, uh, but thanks to dating apps, most people already have a good idea what the other person looks like before the first date is set yep. up. But this, this is man, why... I, 19 minutes. Whenever 19 minutes. I was uh, still in the dating game, I ended up just going to coffee first dates coffee. only. That's, yeah, that's the, Cheap. That's the money. You're not buying... You're not wasting money that way. And right. you know. You just know from that one time if you're going to have a second one. Yeah, 19 mm. minutes. They say 19 minutes, that's the mark. You know if you want a second date or not. Uh, and they say that you never get a second chance to make a first impression, but you also only have a few seconds to make that first impression. So it may take 19 minutes for somebody to really, like, figure the whole thing out, but it only takes a few seconds. A survey found that the average person makes a first impression in just 27 seconds after meeting somebody else. Wow. My sister was asking me this. Let me get your guys' feedback. Uh, she had a couple of dates with a guy, 
really wonderful date, like great conversation, connected, but he was a bad kisser. Oh, oof. And I said, How bad? Uh, I didn't go into detail with her. Teeth but clacker? Probably something that was not normal, sloppy. I would say. Probably sloppy, sloppy. Joe? Yeah, sloppy Joe. Paltosis? Yeah. The oh, whole thing. The, Let's just imagine the... this guy was the worst. Top strain of the Gotta worst. Gotta go. Kissing so, is so important. It is. But it's... I said maybe he was nervous. I said maybe give him one more shot. He may one, have never kissed chance. a girl before either. Right. It depends on what, how bad. I wish I could people, call her right now and find I out. I do, too. I would love to have her on the line right now. Because if it's like, good kissing is so important to me. Yeah. Like, it, I've, it's been a deal breaker before in past, really, like, going out on a girl. Like, if somebody, you're just like, it's not, you're, they're, like, coming in too aggressive. They're clacking teeth <laughs> against your teeth. Or right. they're just like, it's too sloppy. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I remember you almost didn't join the show because Riz was a little sloppy. I know. Yeah. Sloppy kisser. Riz is, is an yeah. okay kisser. But then he got guys? a little better. Would you, like, if you were dating a girl and the date went great, and but the kiss was bad, just the la one kiss, bad first night kiss. I, I would make her practice more. You'd you know, we just have to practice. If she was pretty, I'd be like, let's practice a little bit more on this. But if she's like, yeah, Such you know, a it's big like, part oh, we're of done. The turn on, though. That is the... To yeah, me, that is the big part of the turn on that leads to yeah, sex. It's I like wouldn't a good no, 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 I know. kissing. Right. I wouldn't kill the relationship right there, but now we have a mountain to climb. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a big mountain, dude. Kiss mountain. It's, it's a, half it's, dome, it's, it's, bro. It's a big mountain. This is half dome, dog. <laughs> and it, it can be climbed. <laughs> you right. better get up at 5 a.m. Because so, there is a turnaround point. Yes. We've got a lot of work to do. We even have to get a permit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> gotta get in the permit lottery. See if we're even gonna move forward after this kiss. Oh man! Uh, well, they say you know what can you tell about somebody in just a few seconds? Uh, obviously, you notice their appearance, but some people say that what they notice are a friendly smile, good manners, eye contact, punctuality, being conversational, and dressing well. So again, all the things that go into the 19 minutes of figuring out if you want a second date, also going to the 10 to 27 seconds of your first impression. If you're interacting with a stranger, a first impression may be your only impression, but there are times when it's more impactful, like a job interview, a date, meeting somebody important in a friend or a family member's life. But just keep in mind that nobody makes a good impression 100% of the time. In the survey, the average person said that they think that they make a good impression 45% of the time. Uh, low confidence. Not me. I'm curious as to how you guys feel your first impressions go. Oh. <laughs> oh, I had a first impression this, this weekend. I got to meet Rafe's Tina. And I, I apologized Rafe's to her. Tina. I got to, I, I said, to, I go, I'm so bummed out. Like, because I'm just... I was low energy on Saturday. Again, souped up on the Robitussin. Not at, like she was dropping jokes. She was so funny. And I just wanted to play with her. You know, I wanted to like. He kissed her on the mouth. That was cool. I know. I wanted to. Wow. And so anyway, I, I felt like I couldn't keep up with how quick she was. And I was like, oh, my God, this is not my best performance. So my first impression, <laughs> I felt like I didn't deliver for Tina. I'm just going to be completely real about it. I apologized to her at the end of the night. And she was so cool about it. She's like, what are you yeah. even talking about? You're fine. But, you know, yeah, that was that's like... That's all in your head, though, I know. too. A lot of that's in your head. Like, she loved you. She loved was great. How do you feel? You she's a professional comedian, too. You remember? She's... Sometimes... I know. We could dial it back when we first meet people. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? Like, she's a wild So entertaining. She's a wild card. Just the fact she was out there with your whole family, I'm like, man, I don't know. 
Oh my how God. uptight Learns family is, but they're out there alone with Tina. I, I told <laughs> Tina the words that my husband hates to hear. One of them I cannot say on the radio. It begins with a P. Tim cannot stand this word. And Tina was just dropping it on him, left and right. And I was like, I love this so oh much. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> so anyway, first impressions, I feel like I'm 50-50. Like, I'm probably not that great all the time. 50-50? That's pretty good. 50-50 mm-hmm. is still great. Yeah, okay. that's incredible. I mean, 40, what was it, 45% or 47% or something like right. that? For the mm. average person? I don't know, man. What about you? Uh, I know mine's I know mine's low because I I kind of don't care. Well, mine is low whether I care or not. I don't have a good aesthetic for first impressions. <laughs> like I just I look like every I look like every cop that you see that's in trouble on the news. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't look. There's nothing I look like an every '80s movie villain. I always say that I'm like I look like bad guy from Karate Kid and Biff from Back to the Future somehow hooked up and had a baby, and now I have to. I just look like someone who beat you up. and I just have a bad aesthetic. It's, Aww, it, it's right. in comedy, too. It's like when I come out to do comedy, people are like, I already hate this guy. So a lot of my life is winning people over. I think right. second chances are really important for me because I'm an acquired taste, I think. <laughs> just because of not necessarily that has anything to do with my personality. I think people are usually surprised by my personality. They're like, oh, man, you're actually pretty, like, easygoing and sweet. Yeah. But, like, I literally thought you might punch me in the face. I also have resting a-hole face. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't help matters at all. <laughs> you know, that fruit roll-ups commercials on repeat, <laughs> and my face is just like, I'll kill you. So it's like, I don't think I make, I would say I'm probably 20% or less. All right. On good first impressions. Really? For the most part, they're like, oh, yeah, but, you know what? But you work it so you yeah. work it so hard and so well that I I, I bet you you're well over fifty percent. I like yeah, how self aware you are about it. Like you explained it perfectly, in my opinion. Like you Matt. I like that. I like that about you. But I I'm I'm sad to hear that you think it's more about your looks than you're down on your looks. Yeah. Well I don't think it's well, I wasn't until you said that, but like what? <laughs> I just said that. You said I have, that. I just yeah, said I have. An, I just said I have like an, an aesthetic of like a kind of like a tough. I didn't say I was ugly. Yeah. You guys said I was ugly. I now I'm gonna be thinking about that every what time. No, we said your about? looks. The way you you said it you is said impacts it was your aesthetic. Or your, yeah. The aesthetic. This is a body like, positivity show. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying it's bad. But I'm saying you like, said it's bad. Well, yeah, but I, For didn't, the mean impression. My, I didn't mean it I, because I was butt ugly and people had to look away. Like nobody said that. No one said that. I was talking about. Why being so mean? I'm saying I'm not like, a good impression I'm a big you. guy. I look like a bro. I look like a like I look like a gym rat who gave up. <laughs> you know, and then it's like I just look like a guy. I just look like a meathead. You know what I mean? Which you is do fine. Look like a meathead. That doesn't mean that meatheads mm-hmm. aren't attractive. It just means I look like one. So a lot of people are turned off at the beginning. They're just like, I don't want to talk to this dude. Yeah. He's probably going to uh, ask me how much I bench huh. or whatever. And then so they're like, said- oh. Yeah. I think so, and I think usually I get that from people. They'll be like, "Hey, you're way different than I thought you'd be." Right. Yeah. See, I feel lucky because I think mine's about ninety percent always good because everyone just always feels sorry for me when they first see me, <laughs> uh-uh. and so they go out of the way to be nice, and they're like, "Look at that pasty white no. redheaded Such freak, a sweetheart." It's, you're 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 in the high nineties. Just you, naturally. you are, man. You you're so sweet. You like do it, have a very sweet aesthetic. You have a demeanor about you, Scott, that is so sweet to people. I look like the kind of guy that might eventually go to the gym. You look like a cowboy that's like, okay. I don't know. And you also look like, on Saturday, you look like an actual professional ball player, in my opinion. Like, as far as everybody out there, you had the aesthetic of like a 1989 Sweet. Cardinals yeah, player to me. All right. One of the filthy fillies? Yeah. I'll take that. I feel like mine's probably pretty low just because usually I'm kind of in my own world at all times. And just growing up, I was I was so su- such an outcast, such like a dork, such a nerd that I feel like I'm a really lovely guy. 
And if anybody cares to like get to know that, they find that out pretty quickly. But I never cared to like put myself in front of you, mm. so you like know that I'm a lovely guy. I just don't care. I, I, I was, you know what, I was always like, a, you know what, screw you, buddy. I shouldn't have to work for you to like me. That can come mm. off as arrogance, though. I will say, like Great. people, people that meet you that like, like I got guy friends that are obsessed with like your bands and whatnot, and. Um, when they meet you, they don't know how to like take that kind of what you're talking about. Like, it's, so it's good that you're explaining that because from the outside, yeah, it could yeah. come off as like you being arrogant. But really, if they just knew that you were kind of coming in on this low, this low yeah. uh, frequency. And, with and typically, I'm just legitimately kind of in space. I'm kind of marching to my own drummer, and I'm thinking about fifty other things. I'm just woohoo! <laughs> you know, it's I'm confidence just too. You know, yeah. yeah, I'm a pretty confident dude, also, and that comes off as arrogant. Yeah, also. again, I'm confident that if you get to, if you actually want to know me. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about what you think of me because I think you're going to like me. I'm a, I'm a lovely feller. But, like, I just don't want to do a ton of extra work to see you like me. I've just never been concerned with being liked. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, I'm a total people pleaser. Like, I, I'll be worried about <clears throat> everything. And that's that's just me. That's just who I am, unfortunately. Um, and in this business, I think... Worst to my credit, we get we get rated on ratings and people liking you or not. And, I mean, that, that stuff goes straight to my soul, which has been a hill for me to overcome in this business because you got to have such a thick skin, yeah. which I do have. But, um, yeah. You'll I, never I, be thick enough. Dude, uh, never. Never <laughs> thick for, enough. Not to be in the public eye. No. Hey, if you're bad at first impressions, you can always use it. Open wide and get ready for the Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. <laughs> Rafe, what do we got, buddy? Just read an email. It was like, Rafe, I agree. You're an acquired taste. I thought you were a total dickhead until you joined the show. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, oh, Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, man. Thanks for proving my point that no one should be allowed to give compliments anymore. You said this from Tommy the boss? <laughs> yeah, that was from John Piaski. <laughs> That's amazing. Good Lord. All right. Let me, uh, Let me muster regroup. myself to and regroup. <laughs> All right. Today's sex toy of the week is uh, Bunny Tail Faux Fur Magnetic Glass Butt Plug. $89.95 at Organic Lovin', spelled O-L-L-O-V-E-N. 4.4 out of 5 stars, total reviews. Let's get to the description. A sleek glass butt plug with a magnetic bunny tail that's perfect for role-playing or adding a playful touch to your lingerie. The tail is made of faux fur for cruelty-free, fluffy tail to pet and love on. Not to mention this sturdy tapered plug boasts a weight of 0.29 pounds to deliver that full feeling you know and love. This charming pink bunny tail will fill you with anal delight. <laughs> anal delight. Also a dish served at Golden Corral. <laughs> Weighted for comfort. The metal plug is smooth, tapered, and petite so that insertion is easy and enjoyable even for beginners. Your partner will love how cute you look, but more than that, they will love knowing that your ass is plugged. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> Tease them until they're overcome with desire. This butt plug is perfect for preparing for anal sex. Use with any lubricant of your choosing and clean with mild soap and warm water. Indulge in animal role play by incorporating a set of bunny ears, corset, or other kinky undergarments for a night of submission or domination. Hunt your lover and give them what they need. Play as the hunter <laughs> with your lover or as the vulnerable bunny prey, and most importantly, enjoy the chase. Yes. Now some reviews. Okay. Got three reviews for you. Number one, 
didn't come with instructions, and I didn't know where to put it. <laughs> All I know is my dog won't come near me anymore. Apparently, one tail what? was good enough. <laughs> Just kidding. Ha ha. This is a quality item. It's small enough for someone who's not really into butt stuff. It's so cute and fluffy, it also came with a little storage bag. But if you wash it, do not, I repeat, do not put it in the dryer. Okay. <laughs> Air dry or blow dry. I got the small one because I'm a beginner and it came the next day for the price and this quality and durable and super soft. The biggest drawback for me was definitely the size of the poof. I have a bit of a bigger bum. And the floof kind of <laughs> and the floof kind of looked like I had fluff stuck in there. Huh. <laughs> the overall product is still super cute, just not my body type necessarily. Get a longer tail if you want it to be seen at all times. Five stars, Delphi Ray. Man, that's interesting. I mean, who would put I mean putting in a dryer is like putting a rock in a dryer. Yeah, I was like, who would put this metal plug in a dryer? Let's heat that metal up and right, let it... Right. You think your shoes make noise? Put your butt plug in the dryer and see how loud it gets. Anyway, second <laughs> review. This won't hurt and it doesn't feel uncomfortable to have in. It's worth the money. Fit well for my girlfriend for her Halloween costume. Everyone was wondering at the party how it was staying in her butt so well. LOL. We told them, and boy, were they shocked. Especially the ladies. It's a small plug and stays in place very well. She never wore one before that night, and she kept it in for four to five hours. Oh, my goodness. Five stars, dub G. And finally, third review, I like this product. I believe it to be, overall, very nice. Let me just hit a few points about it. Number one, the size of the actual insertion part is lovely. It may be hard to get in if you're a beginner, but you will get used to it. Number two, the size of the tail. If you have a larger butt, it may not look quite right. <laughs> it's likely to be squished between your cheeks. And hopefully they're clean. Otherwise, cleanup is a bummer. Wow. Three, the case it comes in, very nice quality and soft. I believe the case will keep it nice and clean. And number four, no shedding. None at all. And I really love that. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful product to add to your collection. Four stars. Axis. Axis. And that yeah. is your... Bunny tail, faux fur, magnetic glass, butt plug, sex toy of the week. Thank, Thank you, Ray. Thank you. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. Woo. We still got a lot to get to. We still have three and five, and we have a whole bunch of tickets to give out. So now is the time to call 314-624-3833. Scott will take your calls. We'll get you on and give you some tickets. No ums, ands, ahs, buts, any sort of stall tactics. We will have the judges on high alert for today's you know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience, and change your life today. 
Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. All right, it is the Riz Show. Let's do that. Hey, this is Ben Bailey, member of the prestigious Third Timers Club, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Watch us on the Michelob Ultra Studio cams. You can always email us, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Follow us on our socials at R-I-Z-Z show. But right now, it's time to give away some stuff. Here, have some free stuff. All right, we have a pair of tickets to give away to the Flaming Lips next Wednesday night, June 14th at St. Louis Music Park. We also have tickets for Three Days Grace and Chevelle, September 20th at St. Louis Music Park. We got a pair of lawn tickets to Fall Out Boy playing a point big summer show. Special guest Alkaline, Tri- Alkaline Trio. Friday night, June 23rd at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And we have a pair of tickets to Modest Yahoo and G-Love and the Special Sauce playing a co-bill on Saturday night, August 5th at The Factory. It is cool. three and five. I will give you a topic. You give me three answers in five seconds without saying ah, um, or any other stall right. tactics. The judges are extremely firm. They have already said that there will be no wiggle room today. Absolutely None. not. <laughs> All right, let's test. Uh, let me test my timer. Okay. The timer looks good. Everything looks good. No wiggle room. Let's start off with, uh, I believe it is... Sean. Sean in Wood River. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, Sean. Are you prepared to play three and five? I hope so. I hope so as well. Big tickets here on the line. Big tickets. Okay, judges, are you prepared? Ready. Sean, name three famous people named Kevin. Kevin Bacon, Kevin Warren, Kevin... Kevin Warren. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who Kevin Warren is. What about Kevin Elizabeth Smith? Warren's brother. <laughs> Kevin Warren. Let's see. That's all right. You'll, you'll get him on this one. All right, uh, Sean, name three types of freshwater fish. Bass, bluegill, crappie. Nice, Boom. nice, nice, nice. Undeniable. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, this is for the tickets. Name three pro sports teams that are in Los Angeles. Uh, the rain. Oh, rain. No, no, no. Yeah. You had it. That's it. Dang That's it, it, Sean. Uh, Angels. <laughs> Angels. Hank. Uh, Angels. Hank in Maplewood. How you doing, Hank? Hey, what's going on, guys? Are uh, you ready to play three and five? I'm ready. Okay. Name three cities that start with the letter B. Boise, Boston, and Bismarck. Nice. Boom. Nailed it. Boise, Boston, Bismarck. Holy smokes. That's that the was, circuit I'm playing in comedy. That was incredible, Hank. Okay, Hank, uh, name three orange foods. Cheetos, oranges, and carrots. Nice. Yes. This guy wins. Yes. Give that man some tickets. Yes. Oh, hang on, Hank. <laughs> that was impressive. That was. that was nice. Amanda in Belleville, how you doing? Wonderful, and you? Uh, I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Uh, Amanda... Tell me three Nickelodeon shows. Goosebumps. Doug and Doug. Oh, that man. was that was maybe the hardest on the list in the last month. That was that was Pete a tough. And Pete, one. did you say Doug and Doug? <laughs> Doug, Doug. Okay, how about uh, name three cities in Missouri? Britain, Bonterre, St. Clair. Ah, oh, mm. out of time. 
Out of time. Here's a hint. You're in one. Yep. Sorry, Amanda. That's right. Bill in St. Charles. Bill, how you doing? Amazing, guys. You guys did awesome Saturday night. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for being there. It was a lot of fun. I hope you uh, caught the recap uh, this morning if you didn't check out the podcast. But for now, Bill, big tickets on the line. Name three animals with claws. Cats, dogs, or raccoons. Nice. And we did look up. Raccoons do have claws. That's right. That's right. This is a repeat. Okay, name three of Rafe's favorite foods. Pasta, pork steaks, and pasta. Yeah. Pasta, pork steaks, and pasta. Tacos. I think you said tacos at the end. Wait, what did you say? Did you say pasta twice? Pasta, tacos, and pork steaks. I think you said tacos at the end. We'll give it to you. First of all, he didn't hesitate on the other two, so that makes me feel like he's been listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Bill. Uh, Stacy in Washington. Good morning. Good morning, morning Stacy. Okay, Good job, are you ready for three and five? Ready. Tell me three TV shows about police. NCIS Law & Order Blue Blood. Okay. Yeah. That checks out. Blue Blood. Okay. Judges accept. Judges accept. Uh, for the tickets, name three things that you see in the sky. Clouds, moon, sun. Nice. Yes. That's a winner, Stacy. We got three winners so far. This is excellent. Holy smokes. Philip in Bridgeton, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing very well. Thank you for asking. Give me three things you see on a camping trip. Fire, tents, and cots. That last one? That cots. was cots. For sleeping on cots. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We're moving right along. But the other, I mean, <laughs> the thing you might no. have heard could have also been an answer. Okay, so. Philip, name three movies in theaters right now. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Why do you throw that one in there, man? Dude. Nobody because ever Because nobody ever right. gets it. Come on, man. I'm handing you one. So hard to know what's in theaters. It's That's such right, a Philip. curveball. He's going to bounce back here. Name three types of tree. Oak, maple, mahogany. Nice. That's a winner. I didn't know mahogany was a tree. But I guess that makes sense. I mean, it's a wood, it's a type right? type of wood, yeah. Hang on, let's... It's let's... a wood. Hang on, Philip. The judges are Googling. <laughs> mahogany tree? It's for real. There you all go. Right. We all, all right. learned something nice. today. Thanks, buddy. All right. Kayla. Yes. Hi. Good morning. Hi, Kayla. Are you ready for three and five? Yes. Name three motorcycle manufacturers. Harley Davidson. Oh. Yamaha, right. Suzuki. Yamaha, yeah, Suzuki. Indian Triumph. <laughs> yep. That's right. You're going to bounce back right I here. Should, I should know this. <laughs> Name three famous Italian dishes. Ooh, masticcioli, no lasagna, and spaghetti. No, honey. Wait, she just doing an Italian voice. Wait a second. Let's think about this. Ooh, masticcioli. It's like she was kind of, I'm not sure that was the thing. I think she was just getting into character. You're so cute. You are very cute. I would, but I'm not a judge. I'm just the host, and the judges are saying hang up. You get to be the cutest. Chick in St. Louis today, though. I'm going to say that. You that know. was nice. Sorry, well, thank you. I tried hey, to sell it for you. Give me some slack. I'm Italian. That's how we say it. Ooh, a lasagna. Ooh, a mozzarella. Gagu. Molly and Harden. Molly. Hey. Howdy. Are you ready for three and five? You will be our last contestant for the day. Perfect. 
Okay, Molly, name three Marvel movies. Iron Man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Iron Man no. 2, Iron Man 3. Everybody is no. so... It's Iron Man. It's over. Okay, bounce back oh. here. Not going to be easy. Not going to be easy. Name three British bands. The Who, The Struts, The Beatles. The Beatles! She kind of had... She was like right on the... The Who, cut. The Struts, The Stones. The Beatles! The Beatles. That's it. That's all we have time for. We gave away some tickets, though, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we got three winners out of that. I think that's just three winners. Not bad. You ever seen him? No. Oh, my gosh. One of the most remarkable... Um, Magicians? Men- he's like he's mentalist. a mentalist. So, like, all of his magic has to do with, like, getting in your head and all this stuff. We had him on the show years ago after he was on, uh, I think it was AGT and a couple other things. And um, he had done an event. Where was that event? I think it was down in Florida or something. And uh, I ran into him and got to know the guy. Came in on the show. And I'm telling you, like, I know it's all whatever. I still have no idea how he did what he did. He pulled names that, from our past that we never, never discussed Weird. on the air, never discussed with him. He don't know our friends. Like, I don't know. How, he's mind-blowing. The dude was incredible. Anyways, he also is like a marathon runner. He wins marathons all over the all over the, the world. Yeah. Guy's incredible. Look him up. O's the mentalist. But I've heard a lot about these learned sports reports, so uh, let's let's have one. All right. Pseudo Show Sports. All right, you guys. The Cardinals baseball. Luke and Baker had his debut as DH, which from what I looked up means designated hitter. And <laughs> yeah, Moon. that's good. Moon, guess what? What? He actually did hit the ball. He singled into the right field for a base hit. Now, uh, he's been tearing up. The right field? The right field. Dang. That's good. That's awesome. He had been tearing it up down at AAA Memphis so hard that that work paid off, so good for him. Albert Pujols also had his debut as the DB, which from what I looked up means designated broadcaster. So that's good for him. Adam Wainwright said that one time he almost melted in a sauna because Albert Pujols wouldn't stop telling him a story in there. Whoa. Andrew Kisner (laughs) hit a solo shot off of the umbrellas in the left field, and that got the Cardinals on the board. However, that was the only point that the Cardinals had because the Pirates beat them two points to one point. Oh, yeah. yeah two, points, so two points. In other baseball team news, David Ortiz. Ortiz? Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Has set a new record, but it wasn't for anything on a field or in the broadcasting booth. David Ortiz sold his Pinecrest, Florida mansion for $10.5 million. Oh. And that's the biggest price ever for a home in Pinecrest which is a suburb of Miami. Big news. Now, David Ortiz, he was, remember he was shot? Yeah. Down on, uh, I, I forget what, yeah, I forget which island he was on, but he was, he was shot. He was? It, it, yeah. Yeah. He, he was having, he was having a beer. Or Wasn't it a or, mistake or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was mistaken identity. 
Oh my god. Mistaken identity. And they got him a couple that. times and dude, he was back on TV and this seemed like a week later he's back and healthy fine. and fine. That dude is I mean, he's gotta be one of the strongest humans on the planet. Like he looks amazing. Crazy. So yeah, he did okay. St. Louis City SC reclaimed the Western Conference lead on Saturday at home after defeating the Houston Dynamo FC. Dynamo. Dynamo. Top of the league. Three to zero. Penalty kicks from Edward Lowen and Nico Goracicini <laughs> yes. with the bookend finish from Thomas Ostrak has now totaled six wins of the eight games that were played at the City Park Stadium. And how many runs you say that? Pretty great, huh? Three. Okay. The next match is going to be on Sunday, June 11th, St. Louis versus the LA Galaxy. It's going to take place at City Park, and the win probability is 49% for St. Louis. Okay. All right. That's good. That's Thank you. Wow. In the, in the NBA, the Miami Heat beat the Denver Nuggets to tie the NBA Finals at one game apiece. And we do not have a football team, and the Blues are off tonight. And that's your sports. All right. <laughs> so the idea of a sportscaster whose catchphrase is good for him. <laughs> good for him. That's <laughs> so he did that. And good for him. So he did that and got a point. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, well, that's good. Because you get points in baseball. Yeah, he made a basket. Right. Right. That was awesome. Welcome back to the Rizzuto Show. Uh, we are still live. You too. Michelob Ultra Studio Cams. Having a lot of fun. We played three and five today. Sexy time. Fun facts. If you missed anything, of course, catch it on the uh, the podcast. But always uh, hit us on that uh, instant feedback button on the Point Mobile app. Uh, we still have a little bit to go. I'm hoping. I know Scott's been, been talking about this headline goo that he's got ready. Amazing one. He said it's short and sweet and it's great. And we got to make sure that we get to it. But first, I'm the Rizzuto Show headline hoosh. What's that, Scott? No. Headline hoosh brought to us by. Headline hoosh brought to you by our pals over at Moritz Royce, the official Scott? jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. Thank you, uh, guys. We are uh, we're going down south, and today's headline hoosh story comes to us from from Florida. Close. Lithia, Lithia Springs, Georgia. Oh, Lithia Springs, Georgia brings us a woman facing multiple charge after she pointed her gun inside of a cracker barrel and later fired the gun inside a Waffle House. Oh, boy. Just hours good. apart. <laughs> the woman's name is Avery Dillon. She was at a cracker barrel around 830 on a Monday morning. While inside, she pointed her gun at the ground and yelled at the other people inside the restaurant to, quote, get back. <laughs> get back. Why? Who knows? A couple hours later, she was in a Waffle House booth when she got up, waved around her 9mm handgun, and even pointed it at a whole bunch of people. At least one gunshot went off. Whoa. Nobody was hurt. Right now, she's sitting in the county jail on two counts of simple assault and seven pending counts of aggravated assault. A judge has denied her bond. Tracy Morgan, I'm a black dude. You're listening to my favorite white guy. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz, you bitch. <laughs> Happy birthday, Riz, you bitch, in Costa Rica. Uh, we were a little bit worried that we were going to run out of time, but man, Scott. Yes, sir. I think, I think we have time. What's going on in the news today? 
right, Scott, give us what you got for the headline goo. The great white shark population has exploded as the size of the average U.S. beachgoers, so this summer there will be good eating. Business insiders say that AI is creating a generational divide between millennials and boomers, but uh, didn't Dubstep already do that? On Friday, the California Highway Patrol got into a high-speed chase with a Toyota Prius, and it was a really high speed for a Prius. They topped out at 58 miles per hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that was it? Yeah, that was... That was a home run. That oh, was a, okay. a fun joke. Sorry about that. Sweden will host the first ever European sex championship this week, and the audience can vote. And it'll only be available on paper screw. Not bad. Mike Pence will announce that he's officially running for president on Wednesday, which is just what the presidential politics has been missing. An old white guy. Uh, a judge struck down Tennessee's anti-drag bill. Were there celebrations afterwards? Well, try to find glitter at any craft store in the state this morning. Spider-Man across the uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse opened with $120 million, which puts it in the top 99 of highest-grossing Spider-Man movies ever. And finally, Harrison Ford says he would have been a better father if he was less successful. This just in. Scott Bayo is a great father. <laughs> and may the goo be with you. And also with goo. <laughs> well done, Scott. We'll be back in a minute to wrap it up. The Rizzuto Show. Today's Riz show, Riz, like I said, is in Costa Rica, but we had a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yeah, Thank, you. Show, Thank you. Excellent job, by the way, running yeah. Thanks, dude. Good job. Uh, if you um, didn't, if you didn't hear about the, um, I mean, if you went up at 6 a.m. and you didn't hear the full recap of the uh, home run derby, it was detailed. We covered yeah. it. Oh yeah, we covered it, including all those shenanigans that were pulled on us. Make sure you listen to our version before you hear in that fast lane crap. That's exactly right. Whatever they're trying to spew out here on social media as if they won something, false. Right. False. Game's not over. That's right. DNF did not finish. <laughs> Learn. Uh, give me some uh, Pappy Smokehouse recappy today. Yeah, the uh, Pappy Smokey Smoky Housey recappy cappy cappy <laughs> is uh, celebrating 15 years locally owned, world famous, two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Uh, like Moon was saying, uh, we broke down exactly what happened with the home run derby. Uh, someone may or may not have planted a fake ankle in the game, which gives us our title <laughs> of the blog incredible. and the podcast. The ankle was fake. <laughs> In parentheses, trick ankle. Uh, we also went through. We also went through some random facts for a Monday. We told you about the bunny tail faux fur magnetic glass butt plug. You got to know about that. Uh, we explored how we could all become Olympian athletes because now in Sweden they're registering sex as a sport. Men are wearing maxi pads for some ungodly reason. Mood. <laughs> Moon had a crazy hallucination over the weekend while sleeping, and we all talked about our probability with our first impressions. And so all that and more, download the Riz Show podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts, rate, review, follow us on the socials, Riz Show. That's right. Don't, sign up, don't forget to sign up to be the Team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Hot Shots, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Brandon Hollowell from the Rizzuto Show podcast powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service Dobbs